live, baby. Check, check, check. What's good? What's good? What's good? What up, everybody? You know, this is uh, this is our first podcast. Yes. You know, um, we call this joint uh, "Broken Needles." Okay. Uh, the reason for that: two DJs. Uh, I go by the name of DJ T Rex, my co-host, my wonderful, wonderful brethren, <laughs> my homie. Goes by the name of DJ uh, Jay Millie. Yeah. We're going to talk about a little bit of everything, you know, from, from music to politics to just straight clown stuff and everything. You know, just go, just see, just see where this goes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's see how this, see how we get it started. All right, so uh, first of all, how are you doing today, man? My good time. Tired, bro. I went to Wing Daddy's, had a big ass margarita, and it still affected me. Like, Nigga is old. I can't drink like I used to. For real, for real. How about you, fam? Uh, well, you know, I'm running on E right now because so, uh, some of us had to actually go punch the clock this morning. So, uh, Fuck all that. Yeah, yeah. That, that was my thoughts exactly when I had to get up this morning. But anyway, man, uh, let's go ahead and get into the first joint. You know, uh, Let's go ahead and, you know, talk about Tory Lanez versus everybody. You know, that, that seems like this the, the hottest thing on the, on the streets right now. It's over, fun. Cash Dog buried that nigga, <laughs> <laughs> Cash Dog put Tory to bed, fam. Pause, pause if you need to. Cash yeah. Dog put Tory to bed. And she was spitting. It wasn't like she was just saying shit. She was absolutely spitting. Like, she did go to to the jail, yes. and you know she she had some real, real, real uh, funny punches in there. Yes, she did. And you know, you know the, the funny thing about it is that uh, she came harder than uh, some of the dudes that went. Yes, like for real, for real. I want to know who wrote that. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect the cast, I don't know her like that, but I want to know who wrote that. If she wrote it, salute. But if she didn't write it, I want to know who wrote that. Cause get that man a deal, or get that female a deal, you know, whoever it was, you know. For real, for real. She, hey Tori, keep moving, son. Keep saying, keep keep with the with the chicks tapes. <laughs> I listen to them just no way, but keep with the chicks tapes. Look, because I can't wait for the chicks tape to happen. Come on, that shit. I don't, do, I don't do no R and B. You can keep that. Oh, yeah, you I forgot you. Uh, you straight Tim boots and certified suits and exactly. fatigues in the summertime and everything else. It's not. It, I like R&B, but I like R&B. But like, don't get it fucked up. Like I like R&B, but this new this I don't I don't understand this new shit. To be honest. Well, because the new stuff ain't uh, it ain't R&B. Then what you call it then? Trapping me. Nah, see, I, I, you know how I feel about trap. <laughs> we'll say that for another day. You know, I, I cannot. It, well, I take that back. On, I like that. some trap. Okay, but as a but DJ. you can't trap me for an hour. But, but as a DJ, you have no choice but to play. Matter though. of fact, I did it last night. I trapped for two hours last night, bro. I, mean, I thought I was. <laughs> I know you're here about to explode. Bro. And, then, and I did it by accident. Like, I started out with. Uh, <laughs> we'll walk a flock of old, let's do it. Why? I don't know. I started out with a blend. I used that beat. Oh, okay. So then I just kind of went into it. And then next you know, it's 12 o'clock, and I'm still trapping. I'm like, nigga, get out of this shit now. <laughs> but now, I mean, I, I, I ain't going to say I don't like I hate trapping. I just, all night, though, all, 
so the club opened at 10. Uh-huh. What was it at 2? Okay. That's four hours of music. Yeah. Right? Usually, you you re, you over 100 or something songs. Oh, man, you over 100 songs in the first two hours. Exactly. All trap, though. No, nah, nah, bro. I, I get in and I get out. I mean, I, I, I want to get out, but you see the head nodding. You know what I mean? You see the I, head I, nodding. I, I, you see the bartender saying along. You see, like, all right, well, shit. You know, let's go with this. Then how the fuck we get here? You know, you talking about Arm. You used to be talking about Tory Lanez. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Tory Lanez got buried. I ain't nothing else to say. Don Q, motherfucking joiner. Y'all should have taken notes from Cash, dog, because she killed that. Did, did you listen to the uh, to the J.R. Rollins joint or the My Son joint? My Son was dope. Right. My son was dope. My son's a rapper though. Like oh. my son's a rapper's rapper. Don Keelan, it, it's not like he was playing. Like, hey, I know this. I mean, but my my thing with in getting back to cash, dog, he should never. He broke the man code. If y'all sleep with the same chicks, don't put that out there. Man, like niggas live that. They do that every day, though. Bro. I know, but I guess it must be a new nigga thing. Cause I don't get it. Like, keep that when Jay said, well, you know who did what, you know who. Yeah, let's keep that between me and you. I fucked the whole lineup, but you know what I'm getting at. But, but, like, but the thing is, like, they don't play by the same code that, like, we grew up on. Because it ain't a punch a nigga in the face no more. That now is, I'm going to block you. <laughs> let's go ahead and have a split screen on IG exactly. for a little while. And- that's yelling each other on, on social media. Let me call you a bitch a hundred times, then see you and dab you up in a club. Nah, bro. You know how I feel about the word bitch. Like, <laughs> we're not going to go there. True definition of <laughs> on-site. We, we not, we not going to go there, but ain't about so many bitches I'm going to There ain't about so many bitches, for real, for real. But I feel like Cash Dog came out. I'm, I'm ready to go buy her shit now. If she's been like that, like, you, you Cardi, know what? watch out. Like, I, I, I'm gonna start paying attention to see what she uh, what she puts out and and see if she's like one of the next ones to come up and see if she actually makes like a double XL freshman cover right. or something like that. Cause I, I mean, the, the what I like the what I like the most about the, the cash dog this was she was rapping, fam. She wasn't just like I'm gonna just say a bunch of shit and insult them. Nah, no, she was like rap. She was like, oh, she shit. said, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm with the smoke. <laughs> I want all, all the smoke right now. I want right the now. hookah smoke. I want the vape smoke. <laughs> Give me some of the red smoke. The, I want the hot box. I want all the smoke. She wants all that shit. She got tattoos. It seemed like she uh, she came out and she wasn't playing no game at all. So I respect it for that shit. Even if she wrote it or not, I mean, let's keep it real. Cardi ain't write her shit, so she wrote it or not, you got it. You got to give it up. Speaking of Cardi, that was a great segue. Uh, have you been paying attention to uh, to the new rebranding of Cardi right now? I was listening. Who was I? I think I was listening to um, Joe Budden podcast, Rory and Maul, and they made a they, they was like, "Do she need to drop another album right away?" I don't think so, bro. Man, Cardi- her her album has like. You know us being DJs, we go through the whole shit. Her album has so many bangers, though. Like, that's rare for an album to have so many bangers. Like, that shit, money. It's not even on the album. That shit's... That, that's supposed to be on her new project that's coming out. It's pointless now. It's like, it's like for me, it's like, what Bodak Yellow? I feel 
it was out for like a year. Exactly. And, yeah. Both of y'all are really they need to be on. And see, and the and thing about Cardi, she's winning in so many different avenues right now. You know, you know, she's got to deal with uh, with Pepsi. Yes. Then she she, <laughs> she got to deal with Fashion Nova. Yes. And she got the Vegas shit. I forgot about the Vegas. Yes, and that's a bag. <laughs> that's a major bag. I don't I don't give a fuck what nobody say. You got to give Cardi a problem, and, like her or not. You got to give her. And have you been paying attention with uh, with her political views? Yes, it and is funny because I remember watching her on Love and Hip Hop, and I was like, "Yo, she was genuinely funny, like just funny." Her her personality, her attitude, and it didn't seem like she was acting. Yeah, she was like when she turned around, said forever. That shit was hilarious, bro. Like that, <laughs> you could tell like that was her. Exactly. So to see her. I don't, and I really don't think I wouldn't even, even call it a rebrand. I would just call it she's just being herself. And now more, 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 like everybody's catching up exactly. to who exactly. she really is right now. And I would, and I would be even bigger fan if she punched Tommy Lauren in the face. Bruh. <laughs> I'm not advocate for violence, but if she snubs Tommy Lauren, I'm gonna be the leader of the Cardi B fam. fam I, 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 I got some of her commentary. She do, bro. <laughs> Coach will be taken care of. <laughs> I, I got you, Coach. <laughs> exactly. no, no disrespect, Offset, but it is what it is. But yes, if she was a snuff tap, like see her now and walking down the street like Times Square or something, just snuff her. All props for me. So, but no, um, no, we're not advocating women fighting and violence, none of that. It's a joke people get over. So, uh, you know, like you know, so how do you feel about everybody just being like so uptight about everything? Like these days, bro. Like social media. It's, social media. It's like you can't even have an opinion without somebody be like, "Man, you hate you. You, you corny. You, you know, right. whatever." Well, I was listening to um, I listened to Brilliant. I was two podcasts I listened to the most: Brilliant Idiots and uh, Joe Budden, of course. And then there's a few others like Drink Champs here and there, just to get everybody's ideas. And the bottom line, it came uh, the last, the second, the, no, the last before this one it was uh, context. Um, but you're talking about context and uh, how people are so quick to take a take a three second clip and automatically uh, they're all over it. You know what I'm saying? Like and and especially with these, I call them these new niggas, fam. <laughs> because I don't like your track, it doesn't mean I don't like you. It just there's something. My favorite rapper is Jay Z. Anybody that knows me knows that. But I can name about 10, 15, and 20 songs of Jay's that I just don't fuck with. Like, I don't like it. Man, but like, <laughs> okay. Speaking of Jay, what, what you think, like, his worst album is? Don't do that to me, dog. Like, hands down for me, it's Kingdom Come. Nah, I like Kingdom Come. Man, Kingdom Come is nothing but a frisbee, <laughs> a, a weed plate. <laughs> and you don't need smoke. Exactly. So it's like... <laughs> Like, I, I, you know, it has a few joints on there, but like, if if I never heard that album again, I, you know, I like King. I mean, for me, I'm I, and I remember I specifically remember Kingdom Come because I I was single dad at the time. I'm just moved to Virginia, and uh, I bought a clean version so I could play it with my daughter. Yeah, yeah. Bought it out of Walmart, and for some reason, I would not stop playing that album, bro. Like, I just I liked it. Like, I just I liked it. It was some songs that I didn't like. Be share. Um, I didn't like the Hollywood shit with him and B. 
Um, but I was like, I, I'll say there's about five or six joints that I really, really like. Man, I probably could name four records about four <laughs> I think I, I, probably, I probably listened to that album twice and I like, never I went to, back to it. <clears throat> Excuse me, I used to listen to that all, I used to, all the time, bro. Like, between work, dropping my daughter off, picking her up, whatever, soccer practice, all that nonsense. Kingdom come, bro. Right, this is this is completely off topic. Uh, and we still we still, we even finished the Cardi shit. I know, but <laughs> you know, we we everywhere right exactly. now. But hey, but like you know, listeners, you know that there's gonna be you know tuning in and stuff like that. We're gonna be all over the place, and we just talking. Hey, this, this is just you know two brothers having a conversation. Two old niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. Always a state <laughs> You ain't never lie. But anyway, uh, so if you were stranded on the island, right? I hate these fucking questions, man. And you could only have five albums to listen Bruh, to. Bro, you killing me. What five would it be? It'd be five of my mixes. Because that way I can go. <laughs> nah, bro. No, no personal five, mixes. It'd be five of my mixes. No, no. That way I have. <laughs> I'm riding. Mean, exactly. <laughs> All right. See, man. The Black Album. Okay. Midnight Marauders. Okay, try. I'm with it. Fuck, dog. Um, man, it's a whole other podcast by itself, bro. The Black Album. Midnight Marauders. Um... Uh, I think it's uh, Stone Temple Pilot. I think the album is called Plush, I believe. I'm not sure. All right. Um, Oasis, uh, Wonderwall. No, I would drop Stone Temple Pilot. Oasis, Wonderwall album. Um, I'm not sure that's the name of it, but whatever the song, whatever album Wonderwall was on, it's that album. Um, that's three, right? Like seven, huh? No, I didn't, bro. That was four. <laughs> I dropped, because I, uh, I dropped Stone Temple Pilot. Um, so I got the Black album, I got Midnight Marauders, um, Oasis, um, damn, I can't, bro. I can't, dog, because be, it'd be too much dead space in this fucking park. Cash me be thinking, though. I can't do it. I feel I think if I had to choose, man, it'd be um, Nas, uh, it was written. See, I ain't think about Nas, bro. It it'd be uh, Jay uh, first album. Uh, Reason Without. Yeah, Reason Without. Um, Wu Tang Thirty Six Chambers. See, bro, uh, I can't do it. Let me think. Uh, probably uh, Eminem's first album. You know what? Not to cut you off. That was one of my favorite albums for the longest, bro. Well, Eminem's one. Yes. The Slim Shady LP fan. I just went back and revisited the other day. Bro, I need to. Yeah. Because at the M then and the M now, I'm like, there's two different people almost. You know what I mean? But anyway, I'm, I'm sorry for cutting you off. But go ahead. And then, like, I'll probably, like, have to have one R&B album in there. And it'll probably be, like, one twelve first joint. My one R&B would be the Jodeci uh, Die of a Mad Band. Uh, That'd be mine. Yeah, I, I, I can't pick five. I got to do mixes because <laughs> I'd be mad at shit like, fuck, no Nas. Or, fuck, I left out. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? I'm um, 
So tell me this, like, who, since, since you know, since we're DJs or whatever, right? right? Uh, who's your top five uh, mixtape or performing DJ? Well, first things first, Scratch. Okay. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll fight a nigga behind Scratch. Because <laughs> I remember my Scratch story. We was in Austin. We was in Austin yeah. at the EPMD show. So the old DJ T-Rex was like, we knew Scratch was my favorite DJ. So this, he decided to say, go talk to him. I said, nigga, no. <laughs> <laughs> like a little girl, I was like, nah, I'm not talking to that dude. You know, no, I'll just be a fan. Applaud from the distance. But I'll say Scratch. Performance, Scratch. Right. Mixtape, the Ron G tapes, man. Them Ron G tapes was, I mean, cool is cool, but them Ron G and SNS tapes? Oh, man. What? Classic. Um, Can't forget about Tone Touch. No, but. Do what? See, but this five shit, bro. Why it gotta be five? All right, but three then, man. <laughs> performance. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Performance, DJ Scratch, hands down. I mean, I love, I love that. I don't get it wrong. Performance for me. I got I actually got, for me. I actually got to see Scratch live the, um, when he did the Friday the Thirteenth with the with the uh, Jason mask. Yeah. I saw that live. Oh damn! Yes, I saw that live. Charles South Carolina at the King Street Palace. I never forget. Anyway, um, so Scratch mixtapes gotta be anything like Greenland, bro. Yeah, man. Like you can't forget about Greenland. For the longest time, Green was like number one for me. And even 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 though I really don't think drama makes it like that, but even some of the drama's tapes. Right, hey, hold on, I don't mean to cut you off. Right? All right, so South by Southwest, I want to say it was 2010 or 2011. It was uh, Ti. He was the uh, the headliner of the show. It was the uh, what, what? I think it was 2010 because I went 2011. All right, so what was what was, was Ti's label? Uh, Grand Hustle. It was a Grand Hustle showcase. And so they brought out drama to warm the crowd up, right? And for the longest time, I ain't think drama could mix. Right. Boy, was I proving wrong. <laughs> it worked. What? <laughs> Man, he up there, like, scratching, like. Drama? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I guess, And I guess for them, like, drama and be clue, you get to a point where they don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, exactly. But I, when I'm listening to them, I'm listening to learn, right? And I and I feel like when they when they're not when they're not mixing or whatever, blending tracks, I feel like I'm not learning, I and I get frustrated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So no disrespect to drama, he's a legend, of course. None of the cool, none of them either. But this is my thoughts. But back to the top five. All right, fuck it. Scratch performance mixtapes gotta be um, Ron G, SNS. And you can't leave out Clue, bro. Even, even though Clue used to steal shit. <laughs> I mean, that's the word on the street. But, um, uh, and I say steal shit, meaning getting tracks before they came out. Um, I can't do it, bro. I know a big is ready to kill that. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't give you five. All right, There's so, too many DJs that I like, bro. All right. So now that you're talking about all the ones you do like, right? Let's talk about whack DJs. 
I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. What? Okay, okay. Uh, okay, I got a question. Before, before we before we start getting into whack DJ. All right. Because I, I don't think I'm that nice. I think I'm okay. I'm like the world's okayest. <laughs> I'm okay. Like, I can put two tracks together. Right, right. right. But when you, what do you consider whack, though? Okay. Like, not understanding, you know, the, uh, the fundamentals, right? Of just taking one song <laughs> and mixing it to the other. That's the case. It's a whole lot. I ain't, I ain't talking about an Onyx Slam session all the night. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't talking about, like, train wrecking the whole night. Because, like, I told you, like, a, uh, like a month ago, I went to this one spot, right? And, uh, and you know, we're, we're based out of San Antonio, and I'm not going to say the name of the spot. But you won't be the name Wack DJ. I'm not saying call out a <laughs> name. Oh, okay. okay. I said we could just talk about it. Oh, okay. okay. Right. So I went to this spot, and, and you know, in, in this venue, they got three DJs performing, right? And they all in three separate rooms. It seemed like when I progressed, it was like in a, I was in a video game, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was in a video game. And when I went from one level to the next, <laughs> it seemed like I got to the biggest, baddest, worst boss <laughs> that there is, man. Like, I, I'm talking about, like, that, number one, like, if you're a promoter or if you're the owner of a venue, the first thing that you need to invest in is good sound. Yes, please. Please. It was like they had nothing but tops, uh, no bass, and it was all highs. That's the worst. It felt like my ears were bleeding. Like I they, hate that shit. It was like, and then, you know, and then the DJ, he didn't understand when to scratch, when not to scratch. When to just <laughs> random. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. A few times, I about jumped off my boy stool because old buddy scared me so bad with his like his random scratches. <laughs> you know what it is, and I learned this when I did that battle at Beer Goggles. All right. When I did that battle at Beer Goggles, when I was using the Pioneer, I forgot the name of the controller, but using that and. uh you know, I'm going, I'm I'm like, and I never used that before, like, never. Right. So, I won the battle. Yeah, yeah, me, whatever. But, so I, my man DJ exactly. first I held it down. First battle, I won it. But anyway, it was what I, I ain't gonna lie. But anyway, um, I had never used that before, so I'm used to my new mark. Right. I'm used to my new mark. So, I'm, I'm blending, I'm going through my songs, I'm doing my little baby scratches or whatever. And I'm like, what up? Fuck, is this just so loud, bro? Like, it, it, it's bad when it's loud in my headphones. Right. So, I'm looking, and the dude that went before me, he had the game cranked all the way up. I remember that. I'm like, bro, we can hear your scratches, bro. Level that shit the fuck. I don't want to. I don't want to. No, nigga. It don't, it don't even sound right. So, he had the levels way up, and that's probably what I noticed. Not just him, but. I noticed a lot of DJs and a lot of other spots where the scratches were coming so loud. Yeah. You're like, yo, why is your game crank? Nigga, turn that shit. We hear you. <laughs> Trust me, we hear you. Turn that shit down. I bro. think the people like on the other side of the Alamo <laughs> can, hear, can hear him. 
You trying to wake the dead? <laughs> trying to get Santa Ana in <laughs> I don't think they can hear me in Mexico. They can turn my game. Nah, turn that shit down, bro. But I think that I think that's a lot of what it is, too. Bro. Yeah. I noticed that shit. Like, because even when uh, even DJing with Kenny, yeah, I notice he plays with the games a lot. And so I'm like, why? You already, if you want to control the levels, use your, use your, use your CrossFit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Use, use, use your channels or whatever. Why is the, why is the games? I mean, everybody makes it different. And I've never heard him coming hot like that either. But I just noticed like, like, damn, why is the games all the way up? But, Man, the worst yeah. thing is when you listen to a DJ mix, <laughs> the next song coming way too hot. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> And you, Guilty, and you driving in your car, and that next song come Guilty. <laughs> Bruh. He guilty. I'm guilty. I still struggle with my levels, man. It's, because, you know, when you're in Serata, you're recording or whatever. You try to get to that point to where I was told to make it, let it be touching the red, but not all the way red. Bruh. No. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Nigga, no. <laughs> my shit be high. Yeah, I know you be redlining the whole time like you're the Fast and Furious. My bad. I'm trying to get, because I feel like, I like my music loud. Like, when I'm mixing at the crib. I can't hear I like, myself. I can't exactly. hear myself. I like, I turn my music high. Like, Jason, I like my shit loud. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, hey, y'all about to, y'all sleeping? I'm sorry. So I try to mix during the day and before everybody go to bed or whatever. Right. So, I like my shit loud. So I'm working on it, though. I'm trying to get better. <clears throat> Hey, that's what's up. Um, excuse me. Yeah, we both coughing over here. What the hell going on? I know. So, uh, me and me and Jay Miller, we both like uh, some documentary fanatics. So, tell the people what's the craziest documentary that you watched within the last like week or two. Plain sight, man. Hands down. I'm definitely playing Hands down, bro. I was doing, I, was, I had a bunch of reports to, to type at work, right? Right. So I seen it come up on uh, on, on Facebook, like, hey, watch this documentary, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm like, all right, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be at, my, at my desk for the next two, three hours. So turned it on. Needless to say, I didn't finish the report. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Yeah, like. And no disrespect, I'm not prejudiced. Why do we all crazy? I'm sorry. <laughs> There's no way I'm letting a grown I'm, I'm I'm about to root spoiler alert. I'm not letting a grown man sleep in a room with my kids. That is not even if you're related to us. Nah, bruh. That is not the move. And you know it. it watch but, it. All right. So I don't want to ruin it no more. Just watch it. All right. So this is this is the premise of the. Uh, of the documentary it's called uh, Abducting in Plain Sight. It's on Netflix. Um, white couple, they, they they from Utah or whatever, and uh, I I, I want to say they uh, their religious beliefs is like Latter Day Saints. Yeah, I think. The, yeah, the Church of Latter Day Saints. Then you got this one cat. He moves in town. New dude. He's super friendly. Uh, you know, give the give the uh, the couple a fruit basket and. <laughs> And woo them over real quick. <laughs> Who was in that room? <laughs> Some Spanish flies. Some MDMA. Yeah. 
they was wilding for that. A fruit basket. That's all I take is a fruit basket. Right. So so then old buddy, he ended up getting good with the uh with, with his neighbors or whatever, and you know they start having family functions and going on family vacays and all the other stuff. But uh, but uh, dude, he ended up taking a liking to their nine year old daughter. So, uh, what happens is, he starts just inviting the little nine-year-old girl, even though she had two other sisters, to go over to their house and go horseback riding and stuff like that. And so, the only thing the dude was doing was, like, laying down his little, <laughs> his trap. <laughs> like, laying down a sticky paper, right? Made his game, his game down <laughs> quite flat, like me, saying, yo, oh, yeah, all right, Pete. So then, uh, next thing you know, Old buddy end up sleeping with the mom. You gonna ruin the whole duck thing? Are you saying it? <laughs> Damn. All right, all right, all right. I'll stop there. From there, it, it, it gets it gets real gets real crazy. All right, so you know if you haven't watched it, please you know please you know get on Netflix. If you don't have Netflix, stick your neighbor's Netflix. Exactly. Sure. You have to watch this shit because you never know the damn. Predator in your, and you you let in your house, yo, for real. Speaking of Predator. Bro. Hold on. That fire documentary, son. Hold on, hold on. We're going to get to that. Okay. All right. You know I'm getting that with old boy with the, yeah. the yeah. ultimate team player. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get that in a second. The ultimate right. team player. Well, well, you know, uh, so we're talking about documentaries. We're talking about Predators or whatever. Come on, you, already, hey, you already before, before, before you even go there, son. You already know what I'm going. Spending last night, someone come requested. I'm like, fuck. What's on? Ignition. Bumping fucking grind. You sorry, <laughs> I ain't got in Serato. <laughs> you ain't got a Yeezy. You ain't got no Yeezy. <laughs> nah, but yeah. Been. So I played this shit, played the remix, and then. I went into like, I'm not even gonna lie, Lord forgive me, listeners forgive me. I went to like a, cause you forget how many hits this nigga had, man. Like I played when a woman's fed up, nigga, I played your, so, uh, uh, your body's calling. Uh, you just went for the best of. What? And I tried not to, but like when you got down, you went down that, that hole, it's like, you keep digging on it. So you went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> went, went all the way down the rabbit hole. And so it was like, and then people kept requesting songs, like, and then somebody requested Seems Like You're Ready. I was like, oh, fuck. So I got on the mic. I was like, look, I feel bad as hell playing this shit. You requested it, though. I'm here for you. I'm going to play it. So I played it. I played, like, the first, first, I played, I played the first, the first verse, and then I got out of it. But we're talking about R. Kelly, if you don't know. So. Man, you are bugging. <laughs> I know, fam. I know. I know. Nah, like, I ain't, I ain't playing that cat no more, man, like. R. R. Kelly, like, he's out of here, my boys. Like, you know, sorry if you ever come down to a Gabe bar and you request that record. <laughs> not happening. Not going to be able to do. Right? I, I did a wedding, and uh, one of the songs was Ignition. That they wanted to hear. I skipped right over that shit. <laughs> I skipped I'm right, right, over right over that song, too. I, skipped, I just, and, and, even even with last night, I was just sitting there thinking like, this dude was a fucking genius. Like, I mean, music music wise, I and mean, that doesn't that doesn't excuse the bullshit he did because he needs his ass whooped. But every anyway, I'm not gonna get into that because I I, I put some of the blame on my parents too. But <clears throat> musically, dog, 
just when I when I when I started to, to really get into the to that to that to that little session I did, it was like fuck, this nigga has some songs, bro. Like damn, this nigga has. I mean, some shit that made me think back to being in high school, where like scenes like you already came on, bump and grind came on, just the feeling of being at the school dance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you and you hear that temperatures rising, shit. You like, oh, hold up. I've been wanting to talk to her all night. Time and now it's time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying that shit. I almost fell for it too. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. I almost fell for it too, but like just the the, the, the memories, the good memories, regard. I mean, of course, he, when he made this shit, but the good memories that are brought back for me, especially being overseas, and we'll talk about that in another, another podcast, but especially being overseas, like the dances was our shit. And R. Kelly was a big part of that shit. Speaking of dancing. How come niggas don't dance no more? <laughs> I want to do. I want to do a party. You made me sit up in my seat. I want to do a party to where we have like two or three door girls, guys, whatever, and you check your phone in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You check your phone in and take it back to like the early 2000s, bro. Like, just take it back to that time to where you went to dance. Like you, I, me. And, me and my boys would take towels, bro, to the club. Like we little 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 face towels there because we knew you're gonna be sweating all that. We knew like, okay, soon as the DJ dropped this track, Shorty gonna be out there. It's take off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Child run and go. You know what I mean? It's take off. And now it's like you go out, like, and what I what I, I noticed for the DJ booth. Soon as the song plays, first 30, 35 seconds, lit. Hey, you blink, the nigga's like, next song, please. Like, bro, they ain't even start. That's the intro. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make it through the hook. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You gotta play hooks I, all I just night. wish, I really wish I had the resources to say, hey, I'm doing a big ass party. Current songs, not a theme party, but current songs. The only theme is, only theme is, Check your phone at the door. Yeah. All right. Take your selfies, check in and whatever, and then boom. Because there's no mystery anymore of like what's going on in the club. I if I want to go out, I don't gotta go out. I can go on IG Live and That's it. I'm I'm right there. <laughs> in the comfort of my own home. But I would love to do that. Just say, hey, we're doing a check your phone at the door party. Meaning you here, you come to talk. You come to dance, you come to have whatever's going on on social media, whatever's going on when you came at 1130, 10.30, 11 o'clock. It's going to be there when you leave at 2 a.m. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I would love, love to do something like that. Because I think, I, think, I think once it happens and people saw like, yo, this shit was like, it was lit, but lit for real. Like you could, I remember, I remember, I remember being in the clubs, especially when I was in Phoenix, especially even overseas when I was a, being a military brat. If you got too deep in the dance floor, you were stuck. <laughs> straight, straight rabbit hole. It's kind of like, like you're on you, YouTube. Exactly. <laughs> and you search it. Yep. It's like, how do I, I get from, from A Boogie to conspiracy exactly. theory? Exactly. You stuck. you like, I got to pee. I'm thirsty. It's hot. 
I'm sweating. My man over here grinding. My other man over here grinding. Shorty, I was dancing with. She left. She got tired. And now I'm here stuck like I can't move because I don't want to tell my man to move because he's doing his thing. I don't tell homeboy. I don't know homeboy, but I don't tell him to move because he's doing his thing. So you just stuck like, DJ, play a wax on, please. So I get the fuck on this dance. But that still don't happen no more. I mean, but it does happen overseas, though. Yeah, that is true. I, I know when yeah, I was in Japan, overseas. like, it was lit. Career, bro? Career, too, when I was over there, too. I mean, social media wasn't as pop. That was this 2012. But they party. Like, they party. I'm like, damn, this is what I'm talking about. Exactly. And they paid better. But anyway, that's a whole different story. <laughs> but they party. Like, I just remember, but, but back to your point, though. I want to do, I would love to do an event. I'm, somebody will steal my idea, but I would love to do an event. Like, hey, yo, this is what the party is. It's free to get in. Same drink prices, drink special, whatever. The only thing we ask, you check that phone at the door and come in and have a good time. Or leave, a, leave your phone in the car. Exactly. It's kind of like you went to a comedy club or something exactly. like that. Like but, the Kevin Hart show. Exactly. Like, if you bring that phone out, you won't get kicked out. So I would love to do something like that, bro. Just to take it back to that real party, like that real stressful like that real, like you've been you've been talking about you've been talking about going out since Monday. Exactly. Now it's Friday, it's Saturday. You like went to the mall, got fresh. You know, people ain't. I ain't getting that shit. <laughs> <You> <laughs> go, go, go. But go, I'm saying you go. got you went to the mall. You done had the outfit picked out the whole week. I'm about to kill these niggas when I step out on Friday. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like whatever. Because eh. you know, like, whatever. and then you you see like, uh, you know, all the females they 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 sit there they. They'll rock back and forth with two steps, but they got their phone in their face the whole night. Exactly. It's like, who are you dancing for? Like, are you dancing for your followers? Are you dancing because yeah, the music is good? You want to have a good time? Just that and the third. Speaking of, I, and, you know, it's a little bit off of the um, the whole club thing, but we went to the to the show, uh, to the battle, and the dude was on IG Live, and he only had like one person <laughs> <laughs> tuned in. I'm like, fam, like <laughs> you wasted all your battery for one person. My nigga, it's gonna be on YouTube in like three, four months. Relax. You can't make it to the battle. This fucked up ass IG feed is not gonna do you no justice. I mean, you it's not gonna do you no justice. You in here at Nome at one of the, the, the biggest battles of the year. Max. And then here you are. Two battles in, <laughs> and your and your phone is on red already. <laughs> and you sit there trying to stream the whole thing. Yeah, you stand right in front of us, like, bro, relax, bro. Enjoy, en- enjoy the moment. Exactly. That's what I liked about Nome when we went to Nome last year was the that like. Of course, we big battle rap fans, but there's nothing like. And if you battle rap fans, y'all understand too. Hollow Relux. <laughs> See, <laughs> I knew you. I knew you were gonna say that. So whatever, Lux to one, but um. The feeling of being in the room when them when them when them haymakers came, yeah, what? Bro. Like ooh, like when uh when uh, the the one that jumps out to me was when uh when uh Romney told Surf he was like like a Hawaiian punch can I surf on waves or some shit like that and just the 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 feeling of the oh shit and then when they bring and when the when the battle is bringing bring it back and the crowd re- and the crowd repeats the uh, repeats the bar back to him. There's no like it, it gives you goosebumps being in the audience. And speaking of battle rap, I was having this conversation with myself. Yes, I talked to myself. I even asked myself, I don't give a fuck, that's me. So this <laughs> <laughs> that means you're talking about staff. <laughs> so 
I believe, and my, and I honestly believe that battle rappers are the best rappers in the world. I agree, and, here, and here's why I say that. I agree. All right, Mo, well, what's the length of most battle rap rounds? Five, ten, unless you. Uh, no, I'm saying like. Oh, oh, five minutes. Five minutes. Right. So now you got three rounds of that. And that's, that's fifteen minutes of bars. What's what's the what's the average length of a of a, of a rap song? Two and a half, three. So you get in, and the reason why this is why I say battle rappers are the best rappers in the world. They're giving you almost four songs, one sometimes in one battle. Yeah. And these are bars that they can never use again because you know how the battle rap community is, nigga. You said that against Hollow, <laughs> you said it against John, John, you said it against Lux. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. What I would like to see, what I would like people to understand is when these when these dudes and, and ladies too. Are doing these battles, that shit is like amazing because you are memorizing songs. You got that you gonna you you memorizing four or five songs that you gonna perform yeah. in a month. Exactly. And you can't you, you can't even, you can't even you can't even take a breath because niggas be ah you choke like they gonna breathe. Let me get that water. Yo. Exactly. Stop my time. My time. Right. I'm like I'm like. You, you, you can't choke. You can't take a breath. You can't. You can't get water. You can't get the crowd. The soon, the minute you say something twice or like you stutter a little bit, ooh, boo! They're gonna boo you, right? So I was thinking to myself, I'm like, nah, these niggas is really geniuses. These niggas is like some of the best rappers in the world. Even the ones that really don't rap, they just battle rap. Yeah. To me, in my opinion, they're some of the best rappers in the world because if you look at the time that they put in, the time that they're rapping, the and the fact that they can't use those bars again, the time that they spend researching, bruh. Because it ain't like they're just writing a rhyme just like a, a generic 16 where it could be for, for anybody. For yeah. John John, it could be for Tay Rock, exactly. it could be for Goods, it could exactly. be for whoever. Exactly. Now, these, these are real personal. <laughs> <laughs> like, Let me talk to him. Let me I, talk to him. I, I, I have a lot of respect for the battle rap community and the battle rappers in general because a lot of things that these niggas be saying, bruh. bruh it would be a no-fly zone. Get a room. Right? Get, like, I would have been fuck Arsenal love, son. And also one of my favorite battle rappers, I keep it 100. But I would have, like, you start talking about my daughter. It, it's a rap, man. Bruh. And that's why, and that's why I respect Good so much. Because Good said, Good said this, and I'll never forget, on, in an in a, uh, in a, in a interview, and it, and it hit home with me because he's like, how can I let my, because my daughter, she knows I battle rap. Exactly. She knows she, you know, especially nowadays, it's every. You go on YouTube, quick battle rap, a million battles gonna come up. So she he said, How can I let my daughter see another man disrespect her in front of me and I'll do nothing? Mm. I'm like, that's cause so now when she gets older, yeah. you ain't say nothing to Arsenal he was dissing me. So now you my 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 and I'm not saying domestic violence, just keep it real, just pay attention to pay attention to the context. Now this man disrespecting her. Now you wanna say something, but you ain't say nothing when so and so disrespecting exactly. her. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I totally respect the goods for that. But back to my point, like, I just feel like they should be paid more, which I know is hard because you got to sell tickets, et cetera, and monetize the views on YouTube. Right. But there should be more light brought to it because, like I said, they can never use those bars again. And you know, Batarat community remembers every fucking thing. John John said that against so and so on battle at some madness one at 15 minutes and 30 seconds. If you if you fast forward the YouTube video, he said, "I'm like, how the fuck do you?" Because 
the Adirondack community, they study that shit. You are not going to come in here and recycle bars, T-Rex. But anyway, <laughs> you are not going to come in here and recycle bars and, and, and try to make that shit pass off as, oh, I've been writing, I've been spitting on, and you're recycling bars. Exactly. But what, my other point, too, I was going to say, I would like to see them take those same bars that they already used uh-huh. and make songs. Maybe not, maybe not, maybe not every, every, Bar, but I would take some of them bars see, and make songs with them. I, I see the good and the bad of that. The good, yeah, because you know, I, I, I you love. You can never use them bars again. I, I love bars. I, I love stuff that's gonna make me hit the rewind button to to hear what he said. But the, the sad truth about it is, most battle rappers can't rap on a beat. True, this is true, except for Cortez. That nigga's a ooh. God, that uh, that uh, oh, was that battle? The name of that battle? Even though they did it, they did a uh, they did an on beat battle. Oh yeah, I see and that. that nigga was smoking. All right, glad you mentioned that. Who do you think is the best battle rapper that actually makes Next music? music? Yeah, I like K. Shine. I like I like T. Rex's tape. I like Good's tape. It's a team bourbon, sir. Hands down, sir. Hands down. I can't say hands down because the verb tape was fire. Hands down. Surf's new tape that's 725. Yes. I, I, I listen to it in the gym. I listen, listen to the gym on Thursday. Verb. Verb shit. Verb shit is nasty, bro. I'm, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not even an A-verb fan. Like you know what? I, I, haven't, I haven't listened to it, so I can't even speak bro. up. So I I give it a listen. Fire. Uh, I spit hot fire. <laughs> <laughs> more more dialogue. <laughs> exactly. Dialogue level, dog. I, like it's, it's I mean verb I mean not verb, but suit suit I mean search shit was tight too, like I can't lie, but verb was just in the production. Mm. It's just nasty, bro. Like just nasty. So speaking of verb, who you got? Verb looks. <laughs> you already know. Huh? Vegan all day. <laughs> you going first? Vegan all day. You already know how I feel. You going like hands down? Just no, 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 clearly no debate. No question. Not even debate, fam. Let's get this boot smoke train. I can't say that, bro. I can't say that. Well, you know how I feel about Lux. Though. Yeah, this is true. This is true. But I still can't see you saying that uh, you about to get cooked. If the same verb shows up and performs the way he did versus Mook. Oh yeah, Lux, like, Lux, Lux don't have a chance. <laughs> I don't want to say that because Mook. But think of the uh, thing. No, no, hold on. When was the last good Lux that you've seen? This nigga ain't been good in a minute. The last very good Lux I saw. He was good against Charlie Clips. He was. That was three years ago. Though. He, he was good. He was. He was. Arsenal. Arsenal he was trash. Arsenal smoked that goodness. Arsenal was pissed. Exactly. <laughs> he pissed Arsenal off. But I And he lost the clip. Oh definitely you know, you know how I feel about clips. So you can get bars and you can get into that. But Yeah, you're right. It's been a minute. You you you, you haven't seen a good luck. You're right. I mean and we can't keep going back to the Calico battle. Cause the more and more I watch it. Closer and closer it is. I already, I already I told you. you already, I already told you how I feel about that. Two one cat. This is not two box money out there. 
Hey, that battle is not. I mean, granted, Lux's third was legendary, but Cal was spitting, bro. Cal was. Cal cooked him in round one and two. One round don't beat two. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. That round will go down in history. That round, that round had niggas that even watched Battle Rap talk about you don't get this work, fam. Bruh, I'm not a mathematician. The last time I checked, two dollars <laughs> is more than one dollar. <laughs> Big facts. Big facts. But I just, uh, I I can't, and I just, this is going to sound fucked up, but if Cal Cleaver hear this, don't take it personal. Um, but you probably won't argue for it. Uh, <laughs> Smack that nigga. I know, right? Um... I just his that third was just so crazy, bro. That third was just so and and the, the, the thing about his the thing about his third against against Cal, I don't to me in my opinion, and this is not a popular opinion because a lot of people get the third round to uh between between Clips and, and uh Lux to Lux. Right. I like I, I didn't like his third against Lux at all. Who Charlie? No, uh, um, I'm sorry. I don't like Lux's third against Clips at all. Oh, yeah. I don't like it at all. Because at what point do you start rapping to that nigga? <laughs> you talk about his dad, you know what I'm saying? His mom, hey, whatever. You know, hey. Like, what, at what point do you start talking to that? I mean, it worked against, it worked against, against uh, Cal because the whole BMF shit. Right, right, everybody right. knows who BMF Well, everybody in the battle community knows who BMF is. So it's kind of easy to throw that around, but... If you really don't know Charlie Clinton's pop's history, it's like, okay, nigga, like, what they got to do with Charlie? You know what I'm saying? Hey, battle rappers, this is my PSA. From here on now, <laughs> right, from 2019 on, find a different angle when it comes to Charlie Clips. Like, please. Please. Talking about his dad is so played out. Please. Like, you, like, you, get, you, don't, you don't get no points from At that. all. Like, like, that shit... Like you, I forgot what, what I was watching the movie and the, the dude said uh, with Louis Gossett Jr. and it was like you let so and so do this. He's like, why, why wouldn't I? It's not it's not his fault who his father is. And so that made me think every time I every time I watch that battle, I was thinking about that line from that movie because. So you met so it was, let's say Clips Pops was the biggest gangster in the world and he died behind some bullshit. Now what you gonna say about it? What's the difference? Hey, Clips didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I feel about it. Right. You're absolutely right, though. Speaking of, you know, the whole jail stuff or whatever, right? What you think about your boys, man? That nigga, man. Hey, here's the cold, hard facts. Here's the cold, hard facts. Regardless of the threats, regardless of whatever, you can't be in that world and not be ready to face the bullshit that comes with it. You can't you can't put yourself out there the biggest, baddest, whatever, and not be not be ready to take the bullshit. I can't sit there. I I don't like dogs. You know I don't like dogs. You got two big ass bulls in your house, <laughs> so I can't come to your house, fuck with your dogs, and not expect to get bit. Regardless of I play for them, how good they are, if I keep poking them in the wrong in the wrong place, and they turn around and bite my fucking head off, now nah, I'm mad at the dog. Like no nigga, you fucked with the dog. <laughs> this, this is what happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the part that pisses me off. And I actually, the, the, the really pissed me off because 
I took the time to get into Dummy Boy. I'm like, this, okay, this is fucking, this is, this is kind of bang. I remember when the album dropped. I'm like, yo. <laughs> exactly. He was like, Maul, do yourself a favor. I'm like, I ain't listen to that shit. So I was like, fuck it, in the gym, doing my thing, whatever. Fucking Dummy Boy can't put it on. I'm like, I'm in the job over there. Which I, I remember because I stopped. It was I was doing shoulders. I stopped. I was like, this shit is banging. Like, what the fuck? Okay, Takashi, shit, salute, my nigga. I know I had it. I was sitting a tweet like, yo, my bad. This shit is banging. You know what I'm saying? But back to my point. You can't fucking, you can't dabble in, you can't be in that world of you a gangster, you a thug, you this, you that. And then when it's time to face the music like a gangster or a so-called thug would, you now you now you rat. And people are gonna say, well, if he's going after your family, what would you do? I would hopefully I would have enough niggas on the outside to handle business for me. You know what I'm saying? If you just if you if you if you if you if you are who you say you are. <laughs> if you thug niggas. Exactly. If you are who you say you are, right? If you are who you betray and telling people to suck your dick and this, that, and the third, which is the ultimate disrespect. Invite any man to your, to your, to your <laughs> and, man song. Exactly. In the words of my homeboy, I don't know him personally, but we come from the same place. Charlamagne the God. If you if you invite a man, if you invite another, another man to your dick, you better be able to suck it or, 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 or die. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So pause, all of that shit. But tell them everybody to suck my dick. Even people that was trying to help you out, you tell them suck my dick. But I'm like, bro. He's giving you advice. Like when you, he, the first time he went to the breakfast club, all arrogant, all that bullshit. And Charlamagne was like, all right, somebody gonna pull your card and see your shit. Exactly. And not too long after, and then he came back like, yeah, he was right. And not too long after that, I kind of had a feeling that he knew the alphabet was, was with the shits. <laughs> all of the shits. <laughs> so what, do you, what, do you, what is your thoughts on uh, DJ Academics? I don't like and I hate to I hate to say I don't like a certain I don't like a person that I've never met, but he's such an instigator, dog. He's such a clown, bro. He's, he's such he's, an instigator, like that whole like even when I was watching, I used to watch uh I used to watch it with him and Joe Butter. What's the name of my shit? Uh, Everyday Struggle. Yeah, I used to watch Everyday Struggle religiously, right? And Joe used to tell him, like, dog, you gotta stop doing that shit. You gotta shit. stop talking about cause somebody's gonna pull up on you and fuck you up. And I'm mad you that it hasn't, hasn't happened yet. You can't be a civilian. No. Talking about thug stuff. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, nigga. Because there's a side of the fence that you know you don't belong on, so stop sticking your head over there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what's going over there when you get your fucking head blown off. Like, <laughs> the nigga suck his head away and it shouldn't have been over there. You know what I'm saying? Like when, uh, when uh, what's his name, came on the show and punked him, um, the light-skinned cat, the rapper. On the one oh, uh, a big mister. Yeah, when Vince, big 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 mister came on, I was hoping Vic uh, slapped him, and I'm not I'm not in the allegation of violence again. But I was hoping Vic slapped him for the simple fact that, yo, you saying all this shit, you saying that you you dissing people that's that passed, you dissing people that, that have died, saying oh well, it should have been that lifestyle, and then you want to get on your on your big, you have millions of followers and say that shit, you totally disrespect the fact that this person has a family, yeah. could have kids. Got siblings, you know what I'm saying? Have people that love him, and now you disrespecting them, and now you're like, "Well, I don't know why they're mad at me. I didn't do it." But nigga, you talking about it on your big ass platform? So that's that's, that's my biggest problem, academics. I don't, I hate to see that. I don't want I don't want to knock another black man, but 
You got to start. I understand that's so, how you get your paper. So, Stop so, that. Shit. So you think uh, you think he's a, a culture vulture? The biggest, one of the biggest, and I know Dane made that shit popping. But there are culture, but there are there are culture vultures within the fucking culture. That's mm-hmm. just it. That's it is what it is. And for him, the the shit that he does just perpetuates more bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It perpetuates more violence. It perpetuates the it, like. Okay, two motherfuckers might have had a beef last week, but they're cool now. Right, right. But you still talking about the beat they had last week, and now it may not be them two beefing, but somebody now they, they exactly somebody in their crew that don't know they uh, we squash the shit, yeah. and now so and so got popped because some shit academics said. You know what I'm saying? Like you a fucking nerd, yo. Be a nerd, and it's nothing wrong with being a nerd. Be a nerd though. I'm a nerd for DJ shit. I'm a nerd. I'm a DJ nerd. I said, it is right. what it is. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get in. I'm of course I'm much older, so I know better, but. I'm not gonna get in these young niggas' business. <laughs> I'm gonna let them ni- young niggas do what them young niggas do. <laughs> young niggas, do. be young niggas. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, you get to be my age and not have to worry about the dumb shit, right? But it just fucks me up to see that dumb shit, and it's like, and it, and you know what? And that's this is gonna get on some political shit. That's a lot of issues. That's a lot of my issue with the black community, right? With right. The black, we too, we we, and this we can save for another podcast. I know we've been going for a minute, but. We too busy worried about, about bullshit instead of worried about how to get rid of the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Big Let's fuck the okay, the bullshit happened. All right. Let's do shit to stop the bullshit from happening. Let's not keep doing shit to keep the bullshit happening. I know I said a lot of bullshit, but I but like, like I can put it. Like, I, I think the biggest Achilles that us as black people and us as a black community have is we're waiting for someone who's gonna come save us. Instead of being a creator, and um, have you watched Killer Mike? No, I haven't watched it. You gotta watch it, bro. Watch Killer Mike, and we'll get back to this conversation. I want you to watch that first, Uh and then we can get it's it's six episodes, thirty minutes episode. You can do it in a day. I did it in a day. I did it in two days at work. Don't forget me, but watch that shit, and we'll get back to this because there's so many points that he made up that I haven't thinking about. But I just didn't know how to say it. But seeing him do it made me be like, damn, I'm not crazy. Right. Damn, me me thinking this way is not being against my race, right? Because we get so caught up in I can't like if you see me do some do some dumb shit. Right. I want you to say, I I respect you enough being my big brother, as I call you, to say, Ma, you're doing some dumb shit. I love you, you my man, but that's some dumb shit. Now we're gonna keep we're gonna keep rocking, but I'm gonna need you to court the dumb shit. Right. Me, being a black man that I am, should be able to say, damn, you I right. may not stop doing the dumb shit, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. I may not be ready to stop doing the dumb shit. But yeah, damn, T right in the motherfucker, man, to get my shit together. And that's just, and it goes back to with these young fucking rappers, right? And I'm gonna get into a call, another culture, another fucking culture conversation. I'm sick of seeing us get paid less for the shit that we created, bro. I'm so sick of that shit, dog. Like, these niggas work their ass off, up all night, spitting rhymes, this, that, and the third, and then here comes Jimmy Shoemaker with a couple of mil 
to throw it in your face and you take it, which I can't be mad at you for, take, if you for taking it because you, if you try to keep the lights on, I get it. I right. cannot be mad at you at all. I just wish that I, well, I feel like as a community and, I'm, and as a culture, I'm not even saying a community because this is bigger than the black community because the hip hop culture is all racist. I just feel as a culture, we should say, fuck Jimmy Shoemaker and his money. We're gonna sustain this community. We're gonna, we, we gonna sustain this culture. Yeah. Right? We're gonna, we gonna, we gonna go to the shows. We're gonna buy the merch. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. Jimmy Shoemaker, keep that shit. You know what I'm saying? There's no reason why a motherfucker, the, the producers, the writers, the rappers, are getting a percentage of some shit they made. Why the fuck are you giving me a percentage of something that I made? I created all of this. I made this pie, right? So I made this pie. You're telling me you're going to give me 10% of some shit I fucking made? Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> Doesn't even sound right. I, I, I spend, I, I'm in the kitchen, whipping, cooking up, you know what I'm saying, flicking the wrist all out of the bullshit, right. right? Cracking the eggs. I done went to the store, bought the bullshit, right? <laughs> fucking found the recipe, like, oh, yeah, this sound nice, this sound nice, this sound nice. I got my producer in there, and now here comes the dude that don't even give a fuck about hip, don't even give a fuck about hip hop. I think this is what, what, what Dame was getting at too. Don't even give a fuck about hip hop. Come and throw you a little check, and now he's going to give like, hey, here's this check, but I'm going to give you ten percent of what you just made. I'm going to keep the ninety. What? Wait, what? <laughs> That's like when we had the conversation at Old Boy's house. I'm going to say his name. Okay. <laughs> But at, at, at Old Boy's house, we used to talk about Drake and that Apple deal. Yeah. Yes. If I'm worth, that's like now, I hit the lottery, right? Right. And I say, I'm going to give my boy T a million dollars. Nigga, I just won 150. What the fuck is a million dollars going to do? Nothing. <laughs> It's nothing to me. That's a, ta- that, 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 a tax write-off. That's a dropping. Exactly. A a dropping drop in the bucket. Yeah. Drop you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And of course, there's much more money than that. We talk about Apple and Drake. But it's the fact that I can give you a penny if I got $100. Because I know that penny I gave you, I'm going to make $100 million off of. You know what I'm saying? I just wish, I swear I just wish that we could say, you know what? We ain't sharing none of this shit with y'all no more. We're making our own movies. We're making our own videos. We make we, and I'm talking about hip hop culture. I'm talking about a race. We set the tone for so much in this fucking. Our biggest export is hip hop, bro. Yeah. Somebody else said that too. Now I don't want to take the credit for it, but our biggest export, I feel in my opinion, excuse me, is hip hop. You go, go to. I grew up. I, I spent. I spent six years in Germany. Right. Right. I spent six years in Germany. Now, breakdancing, I guess you kind of say went out of style in what? 80 something, right? 89. 1996. These niggas is breaking like it's 88. <laughs> I'm talking in the middle of the club, like shit, like shit you see on B Street and right. fucking breaking, you know, the, the, the yeah. dance content. Yeah. Like you you in the club dancing with, you know, Helga or some shit, German chick name, whatever. Do you dance, do you do do yeah, it's like getting your one, two thing on. And all of a sudden you feel everybody, oh, the DJ come on. You're like, man, what the fuck? I'm dancing, nigga. And then you see the, you, you, now nah, you like, yo, these niggas is breakdancing. And in, in the Americans, we like, ah, y'all niggas breakdancing. But they like ready to fight because they're into this shit. Right. They're B boys. Like they're B real B boys. That'll fuck you up. You got something smart to say. They B boys. Like they're breaking. I remember. I remember going. I remember taking a train, 
and niggas is breaking in a train station. Like in the train station, break in Germany, break break dancing. I'm like, nigga, it's 95. We don't do this shit no more. What the fuck you mean? You know what? The one thing I do like, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and shout him out uh, real quick, is Kid the Wiz. I love Kid the Wiz, bro. Man, if I'm having a bad day, I man, love Kid the Wiz. I go to his IG page bro. and I see him and him I and love his homeboys out there just getting I it and dancing shit. and jigging and seem like they having the best That's life ever. Brunch, you know what I'm saying? And, but remember this. Remember when it wasn't soft to dance? Yeah. Like, remember when you had dancing crews and that same crew would be in your crib kicking your fucking door down with a gun to your <laughs> with a gun in your face like giving <laughs> the fucking guns and niggas would dance you under the table, son. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I think that with this fake thug bullshit now, they're taking the fun out of they taking the fun. And I, and, I, and I look at Kid the Wiz, I think he's bringing it back. Yeah. Like, I think him, Shiggy, all those Shiggy saying he ain't dancing no more. <laughs> <laughs> Drake had that man on stage, boy, like... <laughs> like a fucking minstrel. Boy, like, like, it was a, like it was a minstrel show, man. I was sleeping eating, man. Like, I gotta do this in my field of shit one more boy, fucking time, nigga. I, I know, shit, like, I'm so over Kiki. <laughs> I'm, about to, I, I'm about to dunk Kiki. <laughs> nah, but, I mean, but you're right, y'all, like, but it's just... And get back to the point about the culture shit. Getting back to the point about the culture shit. It's just like, um, fuck, when you go to other places, they appreciate our culture. And I'm talking, and again, I'm talking about hip-hop culture. I'm talking about a race or whatever. They appreciate our culture so much that cats like J.R.U. the Damages, this fool say, I'm not coming back to the States for what? I'm eating good over here. Fucking Black Moon and Red Man and all the old, what's, to the older acts, they go overseas and eat a eat, bruh. Hey, black community, here's my PSA. Hip hop is the only genre of music that we don't respect our legend. And that's all I got something to say that too. Like, let's give these cats they roses while they're here on earth to be exactly. able to smell. Shout out to Nori. You know, salute to Big Daddy King. Coogee Rap, Special Ed, Biz Marquis. Karis One. Karis One. Um, the fucking Cold Crush, all of these. Uh, you know, Grandmaster Flag, uh, Cool DJ Red Alert. All of them. All cool of them. You know, all you know, of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cranwood Theodore, fucking just. Young rappers, stop looking like. The, the older guys are just like some ancient dinosaurs and they don't know what they're talking about and nothing like that. Respect these cats, man, because if it wasn't for them, there would be no you. At all. And what I was going to say, too, I'm so glad you brought it up because I, I have another conversation with myself. No, I'm not crazy, but our culture, and again, I'm talking about hip-hop culture, our culture is so young that the originators are still around. Big fat. You know what I'm saying? And Our that, culture. When I, when and, and that's crazy. And I was born, and you, I'm about to age myself, so I don't give a fuck. As long as I, look, as long as I always look 29 or 39, I'm cool. <laughs> but our culture is the only culture where the originators are still here. Cool Herc is still alive. Bambada. I'm not talking about Bambada, but he's so part of the culture. Bambada is still alive. Grandmaster Flash is still alive. Fucking some of those niggas from Sugar Hill Gang is still alive. Yep. 
And I was born in 77. Hip hop hip hop was given a birthday was 77, 78, right? So basically, I honestly grew up, anybody was born in, around the same time as me, we honestly grew up in hip hop. Like, my biggest, for me, hip hop was Big Daddy Kane, De La Soul, Karis One, Run DMC, Audio Two, Rakim, Rock um, Rock um, yeah. fucking Shan, um, the whole Juice Crew, yeah. BDP. Um, I can go on and on and on, right? Because actually, as as coming up, that's all my uncle will listen to. Just so that's why it's, it's kind of embedded me, embedded in me, in me now, right? So when I look at it, it's like, man, this is the only co- not rock, yep, not even fucking reggae, nope. Because well, of course, hip hop came from reggae, but anyway, um. Not classical music. Mozart been dead how how long now? <laughs> not not too many years. Not. I mean, I guess you can you can kind of say reggae tone too, but reggae tone came from fucking they're, reggae they're, music. They're so you know uh, the step teller. exactly of of hip hop and reggae. But hip hop is the only culture that the originators are still around, and and I, of course the uh, communication both ways. Like the the, the old should reach out to the young, young should reach out to the old. It's that a third? I, I totally agree. However, it's still up to the ones that are doing it now to take care of the ones that did it before them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, like I said, that's a, well, I was going to say, that's a resource. That's a resource that no other culture has. They can't go back to the originators of, of Beethoven's Fifth and ask Beethoven, hey, what were you thinking about when you made this? They can't do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can go to fucking... To uh, Melly Mel and say, hey man, we made the mess. What, what, what was the vibe? Like, what was, what was the story behind it? What was this? What was that? Yeah. What were you thinking about? And you never know what the fuck you would learn from a, from a veteran like Melly Mel. Like, um, before, you, before you start, All right. I was thinking about this earlier too. It took fucking Macklemore, dog. It took fucking Macklemore. And this is not Mr. Macklemore. And I actually like that song downtown. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I, I liked it and I liked the part that was rapping. I didn't like that breakdown when they was yelling shit. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't fuck, nah, fuck, fuck all that. I even played downtown to that point, right? But it took fucking Macklemore to do that shit. That shit should have been done, bro. That shit should have been done by, and, and I'm not making the racial thing, but it should have been, been done by somebody other than Macklemore. That's true. That shit should have been done, bro. It's like we got to realize that we have a fucking. Something way more than money can buy. You have the originators of a whole genre of music sitting there. Just fucking sitting there. Untapped resources. Uh, bruh. It's like, hey, here's diamonds over there, but them niggas is old, so we ain't fuck up with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no reason why. But you take a Melly Mel overseas. The niggas is killing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they come here and it's like, niggas walk past and like, they ain't nobody. Them niggas is royalty to me. Like when I saw... When I saw, I think I told you when I saw Grandmaster, I saw Grandmaster Flash on a cruise ship. <laughs> he sounded you real quick. He sounded me so nasty. We was in the Latin bar. Don't ask me why I was in there, but it was in the Latin bar anyway. So um, I, I was buying, I know what it was. I wanted to get a drink because on a cruise ship, you know, on a cruise, you get a bar, you get a drink for any bar. Anyway, I want to get a drink. And I was like, oh, and the, and the band was kind of dope. I'm like, oh, it's kind of dope. So I sat there for a minute and then uh, Flash walked in. I'm like, yo, this is Grandmaster fucking Flash. So he seen me coming, and I seen him shifting the pause. I seen him shifting his chair, like, what the fuck this nigga want, yo? I'm like, oh, fuck. And I was like, yo, man, I just want to shake your hand, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a fan. I don't want no picture because I know you on vacation, you know what I'm saying? I don't want no picture, nothing like that. And nigga told me, Flash ain't here right now. I said, <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, 
had to set my own personal pride aside because I get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I went, I, and me being the, the, the nerd that I am, I went on his IG, and I think he had just done a big-ass festival in Canada, right? And when I mean big-ass festival, I mean big-ass festival. Like, all you saw was people. Right. And he's rocking. This is Grandmaster fucking Flash, one of the originators of hip-hop. He's rocking, and he, oh, wait. It wasn't a black song. I mean, he's playing the shits. He's playing the shit. We'd be like, oh, shit. He's playing the shits. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so you look at that, you're like, this is Grandmaster fucking Flash. But he comes across the border. He don't get that kind of love. In his own fucking place. And it's something that he'll create. That's crazy to me. That's fucking crazy to me, dog. Like, we have a big-ass resource that we don't even fucking tap into. So, so... If you had a magic wand to, to just wave an ad to, to fix this, what would, what would be your solution? As far as fixing what? What I feel is wrong in the culture? Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> young niggas in, 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 in dinosaurs, you know? I, we need to bring back the hip-hop summits and keep it exclusive to artists that are actually hip-hop artists. Meaning... Just because you got a SoundCloud or a MixCloud or this, that, and third, you're not invited to the fucking summit. You have to be an established artist. Right. And have that panel, have that discussion with the older rappers to kind of, because now, and this is no knocking against SoundCloud, I mean, I want everybody to be independent and get their money. But now it's like, hot beat, yeah, 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 track, mix, not even mix, record, send out. Niggas ain't even mixing their shit no more. Hey. Rappers. <laughs> rappers. I ain't finished my point. I already know what you're going to say. Go ahead and say it. Because I already know what you're going to say. As a DJ, <laughs> right? The worst thing you can do is to give me a track. That's not mixed. That sound like you recorded that joint <laughs> in your shower. <laughs> like, and, and, and the beat was playing across the street. <laughs> like, fam. Real fucking tears right now. Bruh, like, if you don't take your crap serious, why should I? Exactly. All right, that's point one. Point two, right? And I can get back to my magic wand. All right. I know everybody, you know, it can't be completely, you know, sauced up or dripped out of exactly. or whatever the new niggas are saying. But. If you're going to be touching the stage, right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you talking about South by Southwest. Please. I, he said, well, please think this. <laughs> I beg of you to at least look the part, okay? Bruh. Don't look like you just got finished cutting grass. <laughs> and this is the end of the yo. Yo. I got I got a show got a show in thirty. Yeah, the got clean joggers for ten dollars, man. You can put me some joggers, a good t shirt. You man. got a fifteen dollar outfit, you Gucci. Right, go to oh, Burlington, God. Ross, Max, Ross, Marshall's look, nigga. Fashion Nova. Man, even got a collection with a joint ain't too high, like. Bro, you wrong for that? No, but man. you are hilariously right, right nigga. But, but you know, but, but you know, as, as many shows we didn't did yes. and stuff like that, and you know, we got. I, I, you know, honestly, I probably said said through at least five thousand opening nights. 
I'm not going to argue that with you. And about 4,999 of them. <laughs> just look like trash, bro. <laughs> I know like, the dude who's at South by Southwest. I'm going to get back to my guys. Go ahead, go ahead. I remember he was at South by Southwest. And the dude was like, yeah, I'm performing. And I looked. And I, I and for those that don't know me, my face was pressing the fucked up. Like, if I see something fucked up, there's nothing, nothing for me to frown my face up. Like, oh, shit. But... <laughs> It came to the stage, and I was—I think it was my turn to spin. So I was spinning, and uh, T was on the side. So he came. He's like, "Yeah, I got my—I got my my thumb drive for my for my for my track and for my for performance." So I'm thinking he was like the homeboy or some shit. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I was like, "He." <laughs> you thought he was the roadie? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, "Nah, this must be his man. That's his man. That ain't he ain't the one." So when the nigga, like, I, I'm, I'm, the nigga came, he, he was like, yeah, I'm about to perform. I'm like, I caught pause. Like, and I know, and I felt bad because I, I, like I said, I know how I get when I see some files, some fucked up shit. So I looked and I'm like, this nigga is not about to go on the stage with grass stains on his shoes, a dirty ass white t-shirt and some long ass baggy capri jean shorts, son. The nigga grabbed the mic and started rapping. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, yo. Get the I'm like, bro, did you just get off work? <laughs> My nigga take pride. Like, go to, go to, I know Kmart ain't open no more, but go to Walmart, get you a, a pair of a, a fucking something, bro. Like, I mean, I don't count niggas' pockets. I know everybody ain't got it, but you can at least look like you got it. Like, my nigga, they, Nike y'all in his $40 shoes. San <laughs> Marcos is down the street. Exactly, bro. But yeah, my I ain't get on that tangent, but it's funny you brought that shit up because it was like 20 of them niggas just like that. I'm like, yo, bro, this is South by Southwest. Like, this ain't your backyard barbecue or your, your homeboy's um, girlfriend's Kissiana, you know? I'm like, no, nah, this is. <laughs> but back to the Magic Wand shit, because I want to finish this point. I would bring back this, the, this, the summits, I would involve more DJs, I would get the opinions of DJs and I would try to find some kind of bridge between the old and the new because hip hop they automatically that's old school right any other genre it's classics right so when you say something is old school it's automatically like diminished it's automatically it had the same value it's automatically not as good as the new stuff as to where the fucking Rolling Stones. U2. U2 was so big, they made fucking Apple put a bullshit ass album on your fucking <laughs> iTunes and you can't delete the shit. Imagine that. Just let that sink in for a minute. Our culture is bigger than fucking U2 and the Rolling And it's bigger than rock and roll, yo. It's way bigger. We influence way more. I'm, let me go. Go ahead, go ahead. We influence way more people. When you see two, when you see two grown men greet with the dap and the hug, that shit came from hip hop, yo. It did. When you see, when you see, when you see the fist bump between two old ass politicians that don't like niggas, excuse my language, <laughs> that came from hip hop. <laughs> Bruh, I don't mean to cut you off, but before I forget, right? I, I found something out today, bro. What's up? My whole childhood was a lie. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, Mama T, I get on the phone right now. I got to know what's going on, sir. All right. 
the reason why I say this, right? I seen Scarface put out a uh, Scarface the rapper, right? Mm-hmm. He put out a tweet today. <laughs> get get Rick Flair out of here. He's done. <laughs> Yo, at him. I got some words. We need to have a combo. Not, woo! That yeah, yes. Nature boy. Nature. No, yeah. not figure four, man, son. Yes. So, I'm like, what is going on? So, I, so, so I click on it. So, I'm scrolling through, you know, all the mentions or whatever. Dude was like, some other guy here, here you know, he chimed in and said, uh, you know, if y'all don't know what he's talking about, click this link, right? Click on it to be straight to YouTube. It was, uh, it was an interview with... Uh, the black dude, Teddy Long, right? I don't know if you know who Teddy Long uh-huh. is. I fell out of red, bro. Uh, when the, when right, the rock so, left, I was done, son. So, Teddy Long was, he used to be uh, a ref and then became like a manager okay. and stuff like that, right? He was telling stories of like when the four horsemen. Right. Uh, uh, Ole, uh, Anderson and all Ole Anderson yeah, and Rick Flair yeah, yeah. used to call him niggas, <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Not Ric Flair drip, son. In the ring. <laughs> Not the private jet flyer, nigga. Yes. <laughs> Styling and profile. Styling and profile. Woo! Yes, him. Fuck, that hurts, bro. Teddy Long. Well, he stole the stuff. Let me chill out. Teddy Long was telling the story. He was at some gymnasium and, like, whatever, doing, like, a match or whatever. And, uh... Ole Anderson was like, he basically like almost stopped the match and was like, yo, are you like, what's wrong, nigga? You can't see? Word? <laughs> in the whole in, in the whole gym. Then another, he gave another story where uh some white chicks backstage or whatever, and uh <coughs> and you know they're trying to get in, and I guess Rick Flagg told him, like, yo, come to the back, I can get you in, you know, X, Y, and Z or whatever. And Teddy Long would let, you know, he wouldn't let him in or whatever. And then uh, Rick Flair walks up on him like, yo, what's wrong with you, nigga? What? I told I told them they were with me, so let them in. Come on. Uh, Oswald was a Dusty Rose fan anyway. Fuck that nigga. Exactly. <laughs> so, hey, white people. <laughs> Dear white people. <laughs> This is my. PSA. I like the American boy anyway. So this is my PSA. This is my PSA, right? This ain't the '60s, right? You would get your ass killed. <laughs> I am not your parents or your grandparents. You come over here with that dumb stuff, right? Smoke in the city. You know what's funny is. It's, you know it's really funny. I know it's motherfucker that's waiting. <laughs> they just sitting, they sitting around waiting. Like I got a twenty years of fucking aggression. I waiting for the right person to say it wrong. Okay, I'm gonna fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna set it off for oh, the city. Son. Oh, hold on, it, it, <laughs> let me stop. I'm dead wrong and shit. I, I got another one too. Here's my other PSA, dear black people. What's up? Obama was not the greatest president. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. In the re- I, can't, I can't agree. I can't agree with you. Uh, hold on. And the reason why I say that, if you haven't seen the uh, the documentary Fahrenheit One One Nine, I have seen that one. Do it. It is going to change your perspective. And the reason why I say that is because 
Obama had a chance to get the things to get it right for the people that's in Flint who still don't have clean water. And he went up there during his little press conference thing or whatever and did a complete mockery about the whole situation. Don't do that. Dead ass. So. I'll explain why I say don't, don't do that too. Yeah. But go ahead. So, if you haven't seen Fahrenheit 119, do yourself a favor. Watch that, and I guarantee you it's going to really put a lot of things as far as like how today's political party is and how they put who they wanted to be the, the presidential candidate. Because Bernie Sanders had won every county in West Virginia. Every single one. All 52, right? And guess who they gave West Virginia to? Bro. Hillary Clinton. Oh, you mean for this election? Yeah. Oh, wow. Then it was showing like all the other states and stuff <coughs> like that that Bernie Sanders had won. It's on Netflix? Uh, I, I found it on YouTube. Fahrenheit, uh, one one nine. Yeah, I'm about to watch that shit. Yeah, so remind, I'm gonna watch that shit next week. <laughs> yeah, so do yourself a favor, watch that, and then it was showing how like they started running like militarized like <laughs> exercises, but not even warning the people that was in Flint, flying planes over, shooting missiles at abandoned buildings, all, all kind of stuff. <laughs> what the? <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, I gotta watch that shit. I'm a documentary nut, so I gotta watch that shit. Oh, so yeah. So let me get out of my soapbox with me. But the reason why I said don't do that is because, and you you, you could be very well, you very well could be right. You know what I'm saying? And saying what you say. And you have a right to say whatever you want to say about President Obama. But I'm not gonna say I'm the biggest Obama fan either because, President Obama, excuse me, because there's some things that I felt that he should have done that he didn't, and I'm not really going to get into those because I'm not, I'm not missing political, but I just feel like as a black man, looking at another black man, I feel like he did what he could do. And he, there's no way, especially when Congress is already giving you shit, right. you got world leaders that wouldn't shake your fucking hand. You yeah. got world leaders that wouldn't take pictures with you. You got these fucked up ass... Um, Reporters talking shit about your wife, calling her a gorilla, and this, that, and the third. You gotta do, you gotta smile and take it. And then turn around and do an interview with this motherfucker that just called your old lady a fucking gorilla. I would, a real, a hood nigga would have fucked him up a long time ago. So, today we'll be reading from our, you gonna get these hands? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Chapter one. Chapter one. <laughs> Verse one. But, my but, but, hey, but, you know, I don't mean to cut y'all, but yeah, but please, people, don't, 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 Take what I said as like a just sl- opinion, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as a slight to President right. Obama. Anything. I still think you know he was an amazing president, but all presidents are severely flawed, right? And they can only do so much what Congress is going to allow exactly. them to do. And that's my, and that's why I said what I said about as far as he can only do. I mean, like I said, I'm sure there's more he could have done, and I, I don't know the whole, which I, I know the electoral college is bullshit, but I don't be that alone. But I know there's more he could have done. I, well, I feel like there's more he could have done for it. not just black people or whatever, I, people in general, right. the ones that are hurting, you know what I'm saying? I, I think that there's more he could have done. 
And which, and again, I don't know what he could have done, but I just feel like there's still more that he could have done as far as like more agendas he could have pushed, more laws he probably could have tried to get passed. And we don't, we, we don't know everything that he did. We don't, we'll never know. We don't know everything the fucking thing Trump's doing. We just, we'll just, we'll just never know. But the odds that he was against, I feel like sometimes get overlooked. Yes, he's a president, but he's still, there's still rules and regulations that a president has to follow as well. You know what I'm saying? He can't just, he can't just come in and say, hey, look, we're going to, Increase welfare. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to make these people have, or we're going to get everybody health care. And don't even get me focused on healthcare because this country is way too rich to have the fucking works anyway. But um, he was he faced so much opposition that it made him look like he couldn't do. Shit. It made it, it made it seem like he didn't do shit. Right. I'm quite sure this shit that he wanted to do, but with this, with them looking at him. And not the, the position. They look at all this black man and tell you what to do. And I, I honestly feel I honestly feel like that's what happened. Like there ain't no nigga coming in and telling me what to do. That's just what I saw I feel. You know what I'm saying? I honestly feel like that's what it was. Because you still you got you got senators and congressmen that are 80, 90 years old. hmm That 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 probably was the reign leader of Jim Crow era. Of fuck these niggas up association.com. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's probably the ring leader of that shit. And so, and honestly, when I say niggas, I mean the people that was really fucked up, to right. be honest with you. I'm not saying just black people. I mean like poor white people, Hispanics. Were the people on Skid Row? Hey, you go with the dumb shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> nah, but I just feel like, you know, I just feel like with him having so much opposition, I mean, come on, you questioned where the fuck he was brought. You, you let Donald fuck, excuse me, I'm gonna keep it real. You let President Trump question where the fuck he was born at, and y'all ran with the shit. Show me your birth certificate. Show me a hairline, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Show me that. You know what I mean? But I, hey, hold on. My bad, man. I'll get, I'll get hey, talking. I'll be talking all I, fucking night. Hey, this, this ain't a political podcast, but. I, I, I do need to uh so with with the I know you want to touch on the government shutdown since you you know Right. So don't get me started on that shit. We we got time. <laughs> I know I know we've been going for for quite a for quite some time now. So we're gonna go ahead and just hit this real, real quick, then skim over the last few topics that we that we're talking about in our pre-production meeting. <laughs> right here in this fucking kitchen. I know, right? <laughs> So, what, 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 I mean, what's, what's, the, what's it's so fucked up though about the shutdown is that the only reason he even brought he only opened the shit back up is because he knew one what niggas went without and everybody that that was shut down without, without one more paycheck, it might have been like Egypt, right. and you saw what happened. Them niggas started riding Egypt. They was ready to kill motherfuckers in Egypt, and it's all a fucking dog and pony show over a, a wall that. A wall for what? That ain't gonna do nothing. Do you know there's there's, there's <laughs> tunnels and then it's being dug? And the, 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 do you the, think El Chapo's tunnel was the only fucking one? <laughs> Let's just be honest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just like it the whole shutdown shit, man. And technically, with, with where I work, and I ain't tell you motherfuckers where I work, so don't worry about it. But where I work, I should have been shut down as well. Look. Thank God I fell under a different umbrella. Right. I didn't get hit with the shutdown. I honestly should have been shut down as well because of of, of my of my job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I fell under the military, so or DOD, so 
I had to get shut down. But the thing that the, what, what kills me is no one's talking about how fundamentally stupid this shit is. When I say no one, I'm talking about the right. I'm talking about the, the one that's supporting the most that are ride and die fucking Trump fans. Oh, we're not racist, but we still support him and everything he does. That's fucking, if you, if you, if you support a racist, you're a racist. If you, bottom line. You know what I'm saying? So it's like over a fucking wall, yo. Over a wall that I was watching the other day, they approved the but they they approved the budget for the wall twice. Well, the first time was like for 1.5 billion, and they was like provide a spin plan. We want to see a spin plan. Right. They provided a spin plan. Second time he's like, nah, I need 2.5. I fuck it here. They didn't, he didn't provide a spin plan. This time is I need five point something billion. So Congress is like, okay, what are you spending this fucking five point five billion on? I hear I don't want to tell you. So I'm gonna shut the government down. That's what it came down to. And when I heard that shit, I said, Are you fucking serious? So you already you already you, already, you got your money twice. Twice. You got double you got double the money. And you come back and ask for two times that amount? What type of this is not this is not Trump Tower. This is not the fuck the business that you got running. This is a country of people that are there are way more have-nots than all that, that, that those that have. have exactly. You know what I'm saying? And people and I, I heard I heard a conversation the other day, I'm not gonna say where, but the kind of conversation was, oh well, they should have rainy day money, this, that, and third. I'm like, bro, you don't know there are people that are working for the government that make minimum fucking below minimum wage. There are people that are working on where I where I work. That make below minimum wage, but yet they still have a lot of access to where I work. Yeah. So if they're not getting a fucking paycheck, you expect that. Honest, it just the non the non compassion that was shown that that came out during this time really pissed me the fuck off. Man, I feel bad for the TSA agents, bro. All that like, you don't know, you don't, you don't, you looking at the person, but you don't know who that person's supporting. Exactly. They could have a sick mom at home that's depending on them because they got them on the insurance. They could have a Sick kids at home. They could be a single mom, single dad with three kids whose wife or husband passed away. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what that shit. They could have a, 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 a significant other that's strung out on drugs or some shit that's fucking everything up. You don't know what's going on in these people's life. But yet you want to shut the government down and not pay them? And then you tell someone, hey, well, we can't. We, we're not going to back pay you. What? Like, like, like what, what am I like in, in, in Like serving it now? Like, 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 it's slavery. Work for free, and then if you quit, you got fired. If you took too much leave, you got fired. If you if you if you took another job, you got fired. So I, if I got shut down, I couldn't go work at fucking Walmart. Why? Why the government shut down? I couldn't go flip burgers. Why the government shut down? That's insane. And fucking insane, bro. And, and what 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 fucking kills me is I'm not the smartest person in the world. I'm just telling. This is my fucking opinion. I don't give a fuck if you agree with it or not. <laughs> so. What fucking kills me is we're not saying we're the experts. Exactly. What, what, I'm just telling what kills me. Fuck what, what y'all talking about. But my apologies. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> but look at you emotional. <laughs> nah, but it's just it just pisses me off. Exactly. <laughs> Battle rap shit. But it just it just pisses me off because it's like we have we have the most influential, the most fucking everyone. Whatever we're doing, everybody else wants to do. Meaning right. other countries in the world wants to do, right? But yet our water is fucked up in Flint. We have the, the medical insurance shit is fucked up. We have a welfare system that's bullshit. We have... Let's not even talk about the pharmacy. Exactly. We have, we have people that's making you sicker. 
they keep in, they keep uh they keep the the, the jack the prices on fucking uh, on medicine that don't even work. So you keep taking the shit because you gotta keep paying for Man, it. You know what I'm saying? How many times have you watched a commercial and it'd be like, well, if you take this, you know, it's gonna do this, this, and this, but. Uh, I'm just waiting for the then, then at the end it'd be like in the, in the possible side effects exactly. on stroke exactly. heart disease <laughs> you might die you might grow exactly. a third leg you exactly. might. I was waiting for the one that says hey take this we're going to kill you but you can't fuck no more <laughs> 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 that's all I'm waiting on hey you, hey, you, you, you survived though but you can't fuck no more you can't you know what I'm saying like what the fuck are we doing like if there's all these side effects apparently there's something wrong with this medicine and how the fuck can I, a non-Cuban citizen, go to Cuba, get cancer treatments, this, that, and the third, blah, 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 blah. But we, one of the richest, so-called richest nations in the world, someone comes and says, hey, I might have cancer. What kind of insurance do you have? Uh, who's your provider? And they say, I don't have any. You turn on fucking with door and let them die. There's no like I believe I honestly believe, man. I told I told I told someone else this too. The purge is coming, bro. Every time I watch the movie The Purge, I look at it and I look at the similarities that's just happening now. It may not be in my lifetime, it may not be in my kids' lifetime. I honestly believe that shit is getting set up because even going back to the killings of all the of, of people by the by black people by the police, right? If I don't see you as a human, it's easy for me to kill you. Bro. The robot invasion is gonna happen. Bro, first. I honestly believe that the purge is uh, is among us, nigga, and we are gonna have to be like, all right, at y'all coming through? Cause we about with, when the, when, the, when the horn sounds, we about to hunker down. Exactly, bro. We got twenty. We got what twelve hours to, to hunker down, and hey, nigga, I got the back, you got the front. We got the, the, the families upstairs. All y'all got guns. Stay away from the windows. If we say shoot, shoot. You know what I mean? And it's and it sucks to say that and it sounds funny, but I do believe the purge is is coming, bro. Because it's like we dehumanize with these and and I watch them too, all these fucking fight videos, all these fucking, you know what I'm saying, just the just the bullshit that's on social media. Now I'm not I'm not looking at, oh shit, it's two people fighting. Yeah. I'm looking at or two humans fighting. I'm looking at, oh shit. Damn, so and so got knocked out. Not thinking about what happened to. The, not thinking about okay, well, damn, this man's got knocked out. I'm not looking at it from. Yeah, a, not even thinking about what happened after the camera exactly. stopped rolling. I'm not, I'm not even looking at it from a compassion. I'm looking from an entertainment standpoint. Like, oh shit! Like to me, honestly, when I see somebody get punched in the face, it's fucking hilarious. And I know that's wrong, but like my favorite, one of my favorite scenes was on Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Yeah. When he punched that fucking bird, or something. <laughs> And seeing that shit in real life on YouTube, on Facebook, World Star, that shit, it's hilarious to me. But now that I'm getting a little older, it's like, bro, that's not funny. You know what I'm saying? That's not funny anymore because now you don't watch this, this kid get punched in the face or kicked in the head. You don't know what the fuck is going to happen after this video ends. And, and the thing about it, like, we're so dis- desensitized now that we've watched it so much, it, 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 there's no more shock value. And it's like, bro. oh, Oh, it's just another nigga getting knocked out. I think the uh, it was a kid that got killed in in California, and I was on Facebook. I was on something, and I was scrolling. And usually, something happened like that. I clicked the story. I kept scrolling. Yeah. And I was like, 
And it took me a minute to realize what I had done. I literally had been so desensitized to it because it happened so much that it's not like I didn't give a fuck. But like, oh, okay, another one. Keep it. That's kind of like the uh, the whole uh, what's the name? Jesse Smollett. Jesse Smollett. Yeah. Like there's you know. I don't even know all the backstory about it, and, and the thing about it, like, they trying to say it's a hoax now. I didn't want to know <laughs> because Bruh. you know, like, I, I don't need them type of vibes in my spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you start reading that stuff, and then it just like it, it, it messes with you because you have compassion. And it's like I said, it's just like you get you starting to. I, and the reason why I bring it back to the purge is because it's like you start to really like, damn, they, they shot another one. All right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that that, <clears throat> and we so quick to, and this is about black people. We so quick to protest while it's hot, mm-hmm. and that's why, I'm, and that's what you know I feel about the NFL. Like your motherfuckers protested and did all this shit while it's hot, but the minute your team got close to that Super Bowl or got close to the playoffs, I guess what everybody's viewing again. Exactly. I'm like, and I my my boycott of the NFL. And yes, I watched two games this season. I did. I'm not gonna lie. And I'll probably watch Super Bowl tomorrow. I'm not gonna lie. But my my beef with the NFL is not with the players. It was is with the entity itself, right? It's with the mentality that these owners, some of these owners, well, most of these owners have with the players. Even with my team, or my or who was my team, the Cowboys. I fucking hate. I shouldn't say I hate other men, but I hate Jerry Jones. I hate you. It's just like, bro, you, you're old. This is not the 60s. This is not the 50s. We are not niggas. Yeah. We are not your niggas. You know what I'm saying? These are players. These people have families. This is the only way they know to feed their family. You know what I'm saying? You talk to them and treat them and say, oh, you shouldn't be kneeling. What should they be doing if they feel about if they feel a certain way about that situation? I read, would you rather them kneel and go out and play or just not play at all? And all you're going to do is go pay somebody else to replace them. And I, and I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish that, and I know I don't want to tell no player not to get their money, but I wish, I wish, I wish that some of the key players, even in other sports, right, even in other sports like, like, like baseball, like basketball, whatever, would say, you know what, until y'all fix this, we're not fucking with y'all. But I know contractually you can't. I know that. I know, I know that. This isn't my, my magic wand moment, right? I just wish that there would be a unity, and I'm talking to the black community, a unity among um, amongst athletes that are willing to take the hit. Like, you know what? I got a $55 million contract, but guess what? I'm not, I might not get paid this year, but fuck, it's for a bigger cause. Now, I'm not saying, and, and if I was an athlete that had a big contract, would I do that? I don't know. I might think it, but shit, I see, I see a game check for 100 plus. Like, it's hard to miss this thing, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, ooh, ooh. And you know, it's like, you, you know, I'm, I'm a, I ain't gonna lie. I watched every, <laughs> oh, 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 I know. <laughs> I watched every Redskin game this year. And the thing that, uh, you know, that, that got me is when we lost Alex Smith, gruesome injury, lost Colt McCoy, broken leg, and then now we had no quarterback. Right, and we needed a quarterback. Y'all got Matt fucking Sanders, and then we go ahead and get Mark Sanchez. Oh, Mark Sanchez, excuse me, Mister Butt Fumble himself. Right, when we had a you know a capable Colin Kaepernick out there, and I understand 
the reasoning why they didn't do it is because Daniel Snyder, he wants a new stadium built in D.C. President Trump is sitting in the White House in D.C. He's not going to approve a new stadium being built in D.C. if you sign the number one <laughs> <laughs> the, the number Mr. one Apple target. Man himself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I get it. And I don't make excuses for it, but it's like one of them things like, come on, fam. Like, we can't keep continuing to turn a blind eye on all, you know, on all the social injustice that this happened. Exactly. And it's all over a fucking knee, bro. And the, the, what fucks me up is if you haven't served a day in the military, don't talk to me about patriotism. If you have, if you don't know people that died overseas or died in the Middle East or died on deployment, if you haven't heard the stories of motherfuckers shooting at you and getting and seeing people getting their, and I, I was getting there, getting their, getting their, getting their getting limbs their head blown, blown off and this and the third, don't talk to me about yeah. fucking patriotism. If, if you don't, if, you know, if you don't know anyone who came back suffering with PTSD or anything like that, do not tell me how somebody else should be exactly. be acting. You know and what so, mean? and the, the the thing about it. And I ain't want to get on Kaepernick, but the thing that the, the thing that that fucks me up is taking a knee is the most respectful fucking thing you can do. Yeah. Go to a, a funeral of a of a of a, of a, a veteran. That color guard gets down on one knee and hands that significant other that flag. That's the most humbling thing you can do to a person that just that that's lost their life, whether it was retired, whatever. That's the most humbling fucking thing you can do. So, I don't hear this bullshit about, oh, he's not a patriot. The fuck? It's in the Constitution. Peaceful protest. He didn't say nothing. He didn't fucking go out and start marching. He just took a knee before the game and got up and then played the game. Are we fucking serious? If you haven't served a minute in the military, you haven't signed your name on the dotted line, you haven't Lost friends while you're in the military had to see had to see their significant others like damn I was just at his crib doing such and such. No, don't talk to me about patriotism. I don't want to hear that shit. Man, where the cap been when we need it? <laughs> we ain't stealing that shit. I know. <laughs> but, but yeah, like you know, we, we ain't mean to get on this whole political rant, man. Like you know, let's let's go ahead. And, we've been going on for probably about probably almost two hours, damn. man. I know, bro. So hey, let's go first run. I know that's, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Let's go ahead and breeze through the rest of them. Uh, y- your boy, who, Mr. Shad Moss, Nick <laughs> <laughs> Bow Wow. <coughs> Come in, have a seat, son. <laughs> Dog, this is my thing. Be for Bow Wow, right? And pause, pause, pause. You're a handsome gentleman, right? You're successful. You got TV. You got movies. You might even still rap a little bit. Relax, bro. You're still young. You're in your 30s. Live your fucking life, man. Oh, man, it's only 31, 31 years old. What are you doing? You get in a fight, and, and let's keep it honest. Bruh. You look like you got your ass whooped. Like Wolverine. Like <laughs> you look like she fucked you up. Something serious. And no, that's not funny. But yes, it is. Because as much shit as you talk, you might have had it coming. Right. So my thing is, man, like I don't I don't understand these celebrities. Is insecurity that serious? Is yeah. insecurity that serious? Yeah, it, it, it's because of social media, bro. Like, like but, but my thing is you 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 on what he's on what and he was on NCIS, CIS, 
Jack, some uh, shit. I don't know. He was going to up with Gil yeah. some <laughs> But my thing is, you... you oh, CSI. One of them shits, yeah. right? And what I notice about actors on those shows, they always get more roles. Yeah. Like, it'd be, be a CSI San Antonio, right? And they own that <laughs> shit. But I don't, like... Somebody said, don't fuck up the bag. Who said don't fuck up the bag? Charlamagne. Yes. Don't fuck up the bag. Charlemagne the God, the prophet that he is, said, don't fuck up the bag, right? So, is a reason, I, I, I always say this, is a reason why there's, no, there's not more real niggas in Hollywood. And when I say real niggas, I mean real people that, like, yo, I got this money coming in, I'm not about to fuck this up, fuck up with y'all, I'm gonna put this, I'm gonna put this, this Molly out, I'm not fucking with y'all, y'all wanna party me, I'll be at the crib, if not, I'm cool, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm gonna keep this money coming in. There's a reason why there are not enough real people, there are not a, a lot of real people in Hollywood. Because they'd be like, they see the dumb shit and probably slap a nigga. Like, yo, you mad about bam, punching your face, staying your place, big, biggie voice, right? So it's like, fam, what, what are you doing? Like at thirty one, you got a lot of life still. Lord, where you got a lot of life still ahead of you? Don't fuck the bag up. Like you get in the fight with with with, with your girlfriend at a club? Come on, son. What is you doing? I think it's like the second incident, like. Because Black China and her dude got into yeah, it. Yeah, no, in Hawaii. Yeah, like a few days ago, too. I'm like, come on. like The biggest finesse on earth. Bro, she she is queen finesse. Yes. She, she has the, the Hall of Fame badge. Yes. For the next 18 years, however long the older baby is, and she's fucking it up. She's doing everything that he, that Rock Adassian said she was doing. And now, when that baby goes, the money stays. Yep. So... What are you going to do then? Because it was a finesse. You wasn't in love with that dude. Let's keep it honest. Nah. You wasn't in love with that dude. And it just, she, she's getting older now. So. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you ain't the only. You ain't hey. the spring hey. chicken in the yard no Your more. Your moves ain't as crisp. <laughs> <laughs> Your moves ain't as crisp as they used to be. Yeah, you know. A, a wise prophet. What, 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 what's told her? <laughs> exactly. exactly. A, a, a young lad that what time was told her. What the I was laughing about that shit on the way over here. So I'm like, my boy, who told me that shit? Ain't this a bitch? But yeah, man, it's just like I don't, I don't understand, and I guess I never understand being older and I really come up in the social media bullshit. Like, like I'm not gonna lie, I love to Instagram. I love being on Facebook, and it's not even like my Facebook posts are usually funny shit, some political shit on my, on my mixes. Cause I'm trying to get, I'm trying to promote myself. I'm trying to fucking make some money, right? So. It's like, I don't understand how you let a like or a dislike or, hey, man, I, I, I wasn't fucking with that song. Fuck your whole day up. Like, exactly. Come on, son. That's a whole other fucking topic. But it's just back to bow. I was like, nigga, like, you're 31. I wish I was 31. I was still hooping. Like, yes, let's go play ball. I can't, I can't fuck around with that court no more. But it's like, nigga, like, what are you doing? And what are you? And that's why, that's why I believe, like, if I ever was to get in that position, I'm only bringing I'm only bringing Hudas with me in the beginning. I'm not having when when Drake said no new friends. I was kind of this is kind of a dumbass song, but when I sat back and thought about it, it's like yeah, no new fucking friends. Yep. You got to be well vetted before I fuck with you. That way, pause. You gotta be. You gotta. You gotta go through a, a security clearance. You got. I got to know your mama, your daddy, if they living. I got. To, I got to know them because I gotta see where you come from. Before a a, a full background check. Exactly because I'm not gonna let you come in my space and fuck some shit up. Exactly. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't get this and, Hollywood bullshit. And it happens all the time. You, you see rappers with these ginormous entourages and... Man, when, that, when that money stop... <laughs> yep. They gone in the wind. Exactly. What happened to so-and-so? I don't, I don't fuck with him no more. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> if somebody say, where T at? T probably at the crib. I'm gone. <laughs> Easy. No, nah, I don't fuck with him. Like, wait, 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 wait. Time out. Time out. Nah, we're not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like... I don't, get, I don't get this shit, bro. Who else we got on a fucking docket? Oh, Super Bowl picks. Tomorrow's Super Man, Bowl. Man, don't do that. Yeah. Come on, Mr. Pro Black. Mr. I'm, Mr. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> I'm black, y'all. <laughs> um, honestly, man, I want to see L.A. win. But as much as I don't like Tom Brady, I like greatness. I mean, I'm not going to say I don't like Tom Brady. As much as I don't like so much political views, I like greatness. Uh, I'm cheering for the Rams. For the simple fact, one of my co-workers is a die-hard Patriots fan. Oh, oh, you got it. And then you know he uh, he he's the president of a TV twelve fan club. <laughs> TV twelve. <laughs> so I am praying that the uh, that the Patriots lose, just so I don't have to hear his mouth uh, the whole offseason. Got you. Yeah, I mean, I, I I like like I said, I like I like greatness. I can I can separate his ability as a quarterback from. The MAGA hat. So, yeah. Not saying that Brady didn't wear a MAGA hat. I'm just saying from Trump. So it's like I, I, I would like to see the Rams win, but if Brady gets another one, I wouldn't be upset. I feel you. So what do you think about the uh, Antonio Davis? Um, Rich Paul needs his ass whooped. Not Antonio. Anthony Davis. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're talking about. Rich Paul needs his ass whooped. What's the number one? What's the what's the number one rule of fight club? Never fucking talk about it, right? There's no fight. <laughs> exactly. What are you doing? Like, you should never. Oh, you going away? Shut the fuck up! Like, that's not for you to say. Now you just okay. Like, if I'm LeBron, I'm slapping the shit out of him. Like, come here. We need to have some wall to wall counseling. Let's take it back to old school. Wall. Close the fucking doors, me and you, son. Shut the fuck up! Like, don't say nothing. Just let it happen. You see what the Pelicans uh, organization did? They took him out the, uh, the intro bids. <laughs> they got, they got Get like, the fuck out of here, DNA boys. Bro, huh? they, they, they like they got everybody else in it, but took him out. Oh well, I mean, yeah. and that's in. See, by the bring another, we gonna be here three hours. What I hate about this brings the, to the Kawhi shit that was here. Yeah. What I hate about fans, it's cool to be a fan. Like support your team, one hundred percent. Too emotional, right? That. That Kawhi, that well, I'll start with LeBron shit, burning jerseys. You fucking boo Kawhi. He should have handled it better. How the fuck you know how he should have handled it? You know what I'm saying? He did what was right for him. I'm like, like these the a- hey, fans, listen, these athletes owe you nothing. Absolute. If anything, you owe them something for them putting the fucking hard work in to fucking entertain your dumbass. They owe My you man. nothing. Like, Quit feeling like you're entitled, like you know them. Exactly. Quit going to the games and and, and, and doing all these obscene judges and spitting on folks. Talk about their parents. Cussing at them and all that sort of stuff. Like, we need more people like Ron Artest. (laughs) With the shits. Artest. No, no. Meta World Peace was with you. It was so motherfucking peaceful. He was with the shits. So... Fans, stop throwing, like, like, the, like the, the dumb fan that was at the, uh, the Chiefs and Patriots game a, a few weeks ago. Throwing snowballs from the, like. Why? Why? You spent all that money. Now nah, you're banned for life. Now you can't even, like, have the enjoyment to go back to the stadium 
ever again. Because you want to be stupid. Because you get you know you get liquored up on that monkey oil. <laughs> Let the monkey out. <laughs> like, come on, fam. Like, what like what are you doing? Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand that shit. Like, I got I got to a small debate on on Facebook about the Kawhi shit. Cause like, well, he has a contract and he has to play. So <laughs> <laughs> like when, like when uh, Jay Z told Joe Button, so what? <laughs> I know y'all get it, which I gotta watch, listen to Joe Button podcast. But it's like, so okay, he wants out. Who the fuck doesn't want to quit their job sometimes? You know, he could he could have pulled a Vince Carter. Yeah, Vince Carter was like, I'm in Toronto, I want out, I'm hurt, got the jersey and ball the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, if you don't don't if you don't know what that is, Google Vince Carter, Toronto Raptors, and that whole injury shit. Yes, that's what Vince Carter did. That's my man. So salute to Vince Carter. I don't mean like I know him personally, but salute to Vince Carter. But anyway, it's like fans, these players don't owe you shit. These owners, these owners, if anything, you should be mad at the owners for not being more fucking accommodating. Exactly. They're the one you're paying the money to. Let's just be honest. It's like you. You, you get so mad at Kawhi. You get so mad at Antonio Davis. You, you fucking burn Le, LeBron's jerseys, right? But what about the shit that they did for you when it was there? Like, the man took y'all to the championship by himself with me with, with me and T-Rex fucking playing <laughs> the point, and I'm playing center, yo. Me, 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 and two hot dogs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he took you to the fucking championship, and now you burn his jerseys. Kawhi Leonard can help y'all get what it one. He won one, right? Yeah, he got one, and, and, and he got the, uh, the MVP. Up. Yeah, exactly. So, what, 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 what possibly more could you want? I mean, Anthony Davis is stuck in a fucking dead ass fucking market of New Orleans. Y'all. I mean, yeah, like the Pelicans ain't they? Ain't, they're in the West. They're not. It's not happening. The owner don't even care about the about that team. She care more about the Saints. Exactly. So why would I say that? Exactly, and that's what and that's what fucking kills me. Is like. I'm all for the fandom. I'm all for the dumb. I remember I went to a, a Cardinals game in Arizona, right? Cardinals fucking Raiders, bro. Shit was crazy. So uh, this one dude stood up and was clapping for the Raiders. And so uh, it was like, dude was like, ah, get the fuck out of here. Go back to California. And the dude, and it was the, uh, the, the, the fans that was, that was a heckling the guy were, uh, were Hispanic. So the dude says, "Go back to Yuma." And the funny, and if you've never been to Arizona, Yuma is like really down south, fucking Arizona is close to the border. That shit was hilarious. But, but my point, the point I, I said all that to say, he was just cheering for his fucking team. He didn't, he didn't say nothing. I think the Raiders kicked the field goal. He's like, "Ah, oh, good job, y'all." And he didn't say nothing disrespectful. He was like, "Oh, he's just clapping for his team." And I'm like, "See, this is how fuck shit happened. Because you, you don't know this man. This man could be the range, fuck the lunatic." Turn around and fuck this whole row up, bro. And I'm and if I catch a straight one of you niggas, it's <laughs> I know I'm being extreme, but it's just the point of like stop with the dumb shit because you them is two little niggas. And this is a big black dude. That black dude would have fucked them up like no problem. And I would have sitting there like, ooh, damn. Bruh, that happened to me when I was at I went to Jerry's World. Oh, shit. Mind I, you, this I'm, I'm holding my daughter at the time she was. Three years old. Mm-hmm. I think you told me about that shit. I'm standing at the at the concession stand. This dude comes in my ear, just yelling, "F the Redskins!" Blah blah blah. All, all, all this stuff, right? And so I, I I had to like tell him. I'm like, look. I'm like, look. I I, I understand. 
Like, if you want to help me, help me. Don't be cussing and doing all this other stuff and screaming while I'm holding my daughter. It's like, oh, man, my bad. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to give you a hard time. Like, I understand. Tone it down. <laughs> like, Recognize I'm holding a child in my arm. Exactly. I'm like, don't come over here with, with, all, the, with all the foolishness, man. Like, that, that's a good way to get drunk up and down this joint, man. Like... <laughs> Jesus has saved your life. And, and, and mind you, that, that's what I was, that, that was, that was. That was when I was in my absolute strongest. So. <laughs> if you ready to get your head ripped off your shoulders, <laughs> keep barking up the tree. And, and that shit. And, and like I said, well, I mean, even even with us being you being uh, me being cowboy, you being Redskins, there's a certain line. I, even though I know you, we fam- I can say you family. There's a certain line that's wouldn't cross. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna get in your ear. Fuck the rest. I'm not gonna do that. I mean, we might say something like, "I'm oh, niggas suck." Uh, you know what I'm saying? You might do some 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 little ribbon shit, but I'm not gonna take it to that level to where like, man, I don't know, nigga. I be seeing these kids, man. They be like pouring drinks on a yeah. I, I, I wish I wish somebody would throw pour beer on my head, bro. I get mad and turn green, nigga. Boy. <laughs> They better call SWAT, <laughs> ATF. Especially if I got my fresh shit on. You know, you go, you go to, you, most like you gonna have a jersey on. Exactly. You know, that you don't wear a lot. It's exactly. probably gonna be some authentic shit you probably paid a buck for. And some, some random dumbass because it's the Giants, shout out to Cav, the Giants and the fucking uh, <laughs> Cowboys. And now a dumbass Giant fan come dump up. I'm like, bro. You mad at a Zeke? I got a Zeke Elliott jersey on. I, I paid a buck something for this. I like it, bro. I'm not Zeke. <laughs> that nigga's on the field, son. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't be like, hold my beer. <laughs> it, it commenced to fucking you up. Ruining your damn, you ruining two days. Mine and yours. But, that, I mean, I, you got a whole other tangent. But that's just, yeah, Rich Paul, shut up, bro. I mean, don't 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 put the business out there like that. If y'all work in the trade, work the trade. Keep it. whatever. See, that's another thing. Social media fucked up. Social media fucked up sports, bro. Social media fucked up sports. And, like and you got like everything is play by play. Yes. There, there's no secrecy involved. None. None. Like like you want like men. We watch sports to be mystified. Like oh shit, what are you gonna do next? I don't need a million and one analysts telling me well, you know. If, nigga, shut the fuck up. Let me enjoy this. <laughs> I know that's kind of off a social media tangent, but it's like, yo, it's fucked up sports, man. Can you, can you imagine being that player and saying, hey, uh, the, the, the first uh, offer that the Lakers uh, offer was uh, underwhelming. <laughs> yeah. and, and it had Lonzo, Kuzma, Rondo, Rondo, Rondo uh, and, and this guy. <laughs> and then, you know, you check your phone. <laughs> and, oh, your boy's like, yo, nigga, <laughs> They about to trade <laughs> you, son. You about to go to New Orleans, son. <laughs> you know Bruh, I would be pissed, especially if I'm comfortable too. I'm, 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 if I'm hooping, especially if I'm hooping good. Uh, if I'm hooping good, uh, imagine, imagine you, you, you had a real good game, like, like that day. But you, you, you get back to the locker room and you check your phone. Exactly. Like, oh, like what? And that's like I was, um, I was watching Kevin Hart. Um, with that, well, he had a black S, S something something on it. He's a black hockey player. He's talking about getting traded. He said he found out on a plane or some shit like that. Yeah. Traded. I'm like, that's fucked up. So everybody knew before you, like, hey, Toronto so and so has traded so and so. Like, damn, I got traded. 
what the fuck? What happened to, hey, man, you know, we have a conversation, you were just traded, and now we tweet the dumb shit. Now these niggas is tweeting the shit. Bruh, <laughs> I've heard of baseball players <laughs> getting traded. Everybody else on the team playing. <laughs> and they giving you a bus ticket to get where <laughs> you gotta go. I'm like, like that's wild. That shit is crazy, bro. I can imagine I, I can imagine me coming to work. My boss be like, uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to turn your playbook. <laughs> Like hard knocks. <laughs> like I'm, I'm coming there with my beats on, son. I'm like, got my shit, got Jay listening. I'm saying, Lord, allow me to reintroduce myself. My boss is like, uh. <laughs> no, that's right, quick. Yeah, <laughs> let, let me go ahead and reintroduce <laughs> you. Exactly. <laughs> you got tricks of the red cucumber crack killers, nigga. You are no longer a part of this beautiful organization. Get your shit and get the fuck out, yo. All right, man. Like, we've we been going way yeah, too long, we, right? We ain't talking about how the shit you want to talk about. Anymore. Our initial, like, goal was to try to make it make this last an hour. Oh. Now, we probably well over two without yeah. our first podcast, so... Yep. Uh, salute to my co-host uh, DJ J. Miller. Yeah. Salute to all the listeners, uh, all the all the people who support us, and all the, all our fake supporters who act like they support us. And <laughs> you know, that's a whole other podcast. That, that was one of the topics we didn't even get to. Exactly. But we'll talk about that one on, on the next one. Um, once again, you know, salute to uh, to everyone. Um, we're gonna try to continue to just continue to to get better, have better topics, and. You know, continues to do what we do. Just have a have a conversation like 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 two men, and just hope we you know we were able to uh, to entertain y'all for the past three hours. <laughs> exactly. So be sure to follow us on uh, all social media. I go by the name of DJ T Rex. That is DJ T E E R E C K Z, and that's on all uh, platforms. All right. And I am DJ J Millie. That's DJ J M I L L I E zero five. All right, so my favorite number, so there it is. Uh, so what? So what I? Uh, so what we're gonna start doing as we progress? We're gonna start playing music at the end, but it's not just any old. We we ain't stealing from from the Joe Button podcast and nothing like that. We'll be playing our own uh, blends at the end to give y'all a a, a a different version of some of the, some of the tracks that we like to uh, some of the classics to to listen to and stuff like that. So. Salute to uh, to everyone who uh, took the time out to listen to us to uh, you know ramble for a few hours or whatever, and I promise you we're gonna get better and better and short and better. <laughs> yeah, we I, I can't do too many these two hours, y'all, yeah, bro. Especially after working all day. So uh, once again, broken broken needles uh, podcast. DJ T Rex, DJ J Millie. Salute. We out. You got anything, J Millie? I'm good, man. Peace. All right, peace.